Metaphysics is going to have to be the quote-unquote religion of tomorrow. If it isn't, you're fucked. Totally and absolutely. <laughs> oh yeah, I know about those. I've braved the elements. Mm. I avoided... Uh, all the uh, multi multi car pileups, and I made it home safely. <laughs> so I'm good. Ah, oh. so uh, how's the week been so far? Uh, it's been brutal. It's mm. been brutal. I think I have to. Um, I got to stop watching In Hot Water for a little bit. In Hot, what's that? It's a show on uh, Compound Media. It's these uh, two comedians, Gino Bisconti and Aaron Berg and a caller called in and was like I I can never say that I've never seen gay porn now because I watched this show and I thought about it I'm like fuck he's right <laughs> Wait a I minute, didn't even... well, I'm going to need some more context he so, this is a, this is just about comedians right <laughs> it's 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 jokes they tell jokes and occasionally, a part of their humor is, for instance, there was a video uh, that was pretty disturbing, but they thought was hilarious, and it's a guy on a skateboard. And the first shot that you see is the guy just standing on the skateboard, and the wheels are lit up, and you notice on the end of it, there's a giant purple dildo strapped to the front of the skateboard. Okay. And the camera follows him as he moves forward and he goes up a ramp and at the end of a ramp is a man bent over and he rides the skateboard with the dildo on the end of it right into his ass and you hear the thud (laughs) you hear the thud of the board hitting the ramp but then you hear the squish and the thud of what I could only assume is Either the the depths of his colon or his prostate, there's something solid that's hit at the end of it. And I think and it's the depths of human depravity. We just, that, that's what that is. <laughs> it's it's pretty it's pretty bad. And some of the stuff is admittedly pretty funny. And it's not the bulk of the show. And I've got to admit that I have to turn away for a lot of the scenes because I just I can't stomach it. It's too much for me. It's, right. it's just too much. It already it, sounds like too much for me. It's it's pretty bad. So then there was one where there's a dude in an eight ball jacket and he looks completely thugged out. And they're filming him from inside the subway car. And he's on the bench. And as the camera, you know, as they pull up, you start to notice that his pants are down. And he's sitting wow. on top of another dude who's just eating his ass. What? Wait, just hold too- bro. What? Yeah. Why do these things escalate so quickly? I'm trying to understand. <laughs> well, apparently in New York, in the subway specifically, there's no one doing their due diligence to get rid of vagrants, to stop drug deals or sexual acts from happening. So there's all these videos emerging. And a lot of these dudes, they take the train to get to work. So they they really revel in the fact that there's all these videos in circulation of things like they had one and the dude took the footage himself and he's walking into I think it was Grand Central Station and right out in front there's just a dude and he's like 60 65 and he's chiseled 
He's an old chisel dude. And his pants are around his ankles, and he's just violently beating his dick. And people are just walking by. Nobody seems to notice. Nobody's making eye contact. But he's he's out there. Broad daylight, violently beating his dick, and and, and nobody misses a beat. And somebody else is capitalizing off of this by... But so they're actually showing this, or they're like watching it on their podcast and describing it to people while they laugh at it, or are they actually showing oh, this shit? It it's so it is. I think you can download. It's like how Tim Pool does his. It's a it's a show where there's a visual, right? But you could just listen to the audio. But it, you know, if you subscribe and you have the good fortune to be able to get the visual alongside of it, you you are treated to a um. To a a bounty, wow. <laughs> a bounty of, of disturbing scenes, and um, the the cutoff for me, and I would want to say like I'm revealing white secrets, but I I'd be lying because I just got acclimated and familiar with it, so I didn't know this was. Do you know what a chili dog is? I mean, I want to say yes, but I feel like I'd be wrong. I mean, just not, by the way you the, food, the sex just act. By the way you set that up, I feel like I'm wrong. I thought I knew what it was. Not the food, the sex act. Okay, so all right, so that changes things. Um, I'm gonna say no, but I probably can figure it out. I mean, all right, let's that, hear. It. I mean, if it's a, if it's a chili dog, and it has something to do with some weird, like, yeah, I don't know how far I want to go into this description, though. No, it, it. So the the danger here is you may be more depraved than the depravity that it actually is, which would be revealing. And I could understand you. You don't want to mind those depths <laughs> of your psyche. You don't no, want to I'm venture too thinking, far in those corridors. I'm just thinking at a base level. But I I had no clue. I couldn't even guess it. I was. What the fuck is that? Okay, all like, right. So, okay, let me ask you this: if if you heard the phrase, if somebody posed that question to you, just like you're doing to me right now, okay, it's called a chili dog. It's a sex act. Would you have been able to guess it just by knowing what it's called? No, I, I, and I've never well, been I able have to do no that idea then. <laughs> with, with with any of them. Okay, so if people had to describe to me what a glass bottom boat was. I didn't know. Um, I didn't know what a dirty Sanchez was. Uh, I didn't know what a rusty rusty trombone was. Um, I didn't know what any of these things were. Yeah, I so, remember, uh, I remember a uh, moment in my life where Dirty Sanchez might have been the funniest shit in the world for probably a year or two when you first find out what that is. Yeah, because <laughs> the thing is, is um, my sexcapades are very G-rated. Yeah. I'm very. It's like the Disney version of sex. It's very tame. It's that it's, was horrible. It's making it's out. <laughs> I I meant in the sense that you know Disney will talk about you know uh, historical scenes and it will be Disneyfied. Right. right so things will be very bright and colorful, and right. they don't get into the, you know how bad the fable is or the story that they're that they're using for their source material. It doesn't get as rugged and raw as the source material is. That's all I mean by it. I don't mean Disney in the sense that um, I'm a yeah. producer. I produce yeah, shows Disney, Disney. And sex has some problems. Right. And, and I need access to your kids. It's nothing like that. Um, so, okay. So, Chili Dog. But it's just straightforward. It's, it's making out. It's cunning lingus. It's doggy, riding, missionary. Switch up the orders all the time. Right? 
but it's it's very it's very predictable and wow. and I like things. So there's nothing in my mind to go to some of these more and I I'm kind of upset with myself because now I feel like being exposed to this information, now I kind of feel like the next time someone gives me one of these ridiculous, you know, Cleveland steamer, whatever the name is, I think I'd actually be able to figure out what it is now. I, I feel like I've been given I've been given too many clues that and I feel like I was better off not knowing the clues. So a chili dog, okay? Are you ready for this? I'm not, but let's okay. go. <laughs> it's when a woman shits on your dick. So there we have the chili dog, but wait, there's more. Oh, then God. she gives you head after she shit oh. or shat on your dick. No, 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 no. But it gets worse because just visualizing it, that's that's torturous enough. No, 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 no. They played the video. So I had no, to, I bro. saw it. I turned it away. <sighs> I couldn't see the whole thing. When I turned back to be like, okay, are, are we ready to go on with the rest of the show now? Because a lot of this stuff was funny, but now you've just started to disturb me. And my eye caught the tail end of a woman, you know, like when you leave a kid in a high chair with like a thing of pizza or like spaghetti and meatballs, right? Oh, it's a no. mess. Oh. It's all over the, the, the tabletop. It's all over the kid's face. That's how this woman looked, but with shit. And she was aggressively sucking this dude's shit dick. It's a chili dog. It's a chili dog. Right. Well, I think I had the first part of it right, but I thought it was over there. I had no idea it was going to get worse. It's horrible. Oh, my gosh, dude. And she didn't have a solid bowel. It was very liquidy. It was was horrific. Well, I mean, well, in in her defense, I'm going to probably say that that was deliberate. Because you know, I guess so. Yeah, yeah. For what, <laughs> right? For what you knew, you came so, here to do. Yeah. Now, my my first introduction to this is even a thing. Is I forget which Biggie song it was when he said, you know, and you know, she wanted me to, you know, to take a shit on her. Right, right. You no, know, and and after I did, you know, we we got down, and no, um, I think I was like thirteen, fourteen. And I was just appalled. There's a couple things. Like, I don't really like food involved with sex. You know, there's some people, you know, edible panties, uh, get some strawberries and whipped cream. And, okay, I don't want to intermingle um, sex and food. But I, yeah. I, I, wouldn't, I wouldn't disparage or discourage. If that's your thing, that, that's fine. There's no judgment here. I can't fathom in any scenario where... where the joys of sex and taking a shit are intermingled. I can't. There's nothing. I just can't figure it out. And I guess no, it's a no. thing where people are really into it. But that's some that's some Yakubian shit right there. It's I don't gotta know. Be. If nothing else makes you believe in the sixty-six trillion year old right. Yakubian experiment, yeah. the fact that there's people that live with us, like, listen, um, vagina is tasty, it's great, it's the right temperature. Uh, right uh, viscosity. It's it's just great. It's just the bee's knees. You but, know what? We make it better. <laughs> hear Let's me just, out. Hear, hear me out. Right. <laughs> wait, wait. Yeah. No, Let's just no. take a. It's it's horrific. Now see, it's, with everything that we've been talking about here, 
like you know transcending the binary and all i feel like i i think my disgust and my just overall you know dislike of this kind of shit is fair for me but at the same time is this something that we need to be concerned about <laughs> like are these people just out in society hanging out the rest of the time do they live where where, where are these people at in their spare time what are they doing? Are they touching the same door handles as us? Like what? I don't know. I feel like I might want to. Should we be keeping tabs on these people? Maybe the government. Hopefully, the government's already taking care of that. I do, I don't know, but you bring up an excellent point. I don't trust the 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 daily reliable hygiene of somebody <sighs> who's willing to just be shat upon. Because, I mean, how clean do you really get and how bothered are you by being dirty? Like, you know, um, I don't know how. what's the maximum amount of days in a row you've gone without taking a shower. But at, at day two, you get you start to feel this film. You kind of feel it like you feel that. You yeah. Need oh, shower. yeah. You know, when you you're know, filthy. yeah, you're like, you know, and I know. You know, people, this is kind of a conventional, it's very new, it's modernity. You know, a hundred years ago, people washed maybe once or twice a month. It was not a daily thing. You're actually overwashing, you're over-sanitizing, it's weakening your immune system. Yakub. Well, yeah, okay, maybe. <laughs> I, I, don't, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know, but I've heard, I've heard the arguments, and I don't know how it was around the entire world and what people's practices are. I know there's places in the world now where there's very unsanitary washing practices and people get by, but there's a lot of, you know, contaminants in the water and whatnot. But uh, apparently in the West, in the Western world, uh, the, the, the ethos of, of my experience and point of reference, this is a rather new convention is daily showering, but I'm, I'm, I guess I'm spoiled. I'm spoiled and I'm weak. I like it. I like it. And I, mm. I like the feeling. But you bring up a good point because I, I would assume that somebody who's capable or even desirous of of being engaged in such a filthy act, I don't feel like they have the same compulsion for sanitation. Right, that, right. It just wouldn't even mean as much to them right. as another person. Like yeah, that's that's just that's making me get some... like you can never be a waiter. Oh, oh you should fucking never be hope a... not. You should never be allowed to come to my table and crush the avocados oh. and make the fresh guacamole and slice my bread and hold it down with one of your hands as you cut as you cut See? these. You shouldn't you shouldn't be a waiter. You, this you is can't. how this is how totalitarian governments are start are formed. This is how shit like this happens. Because if this is the first group of people that their government announces you know they're they're using their Google searches to quarantine. Like, oh yeah, these are the we, Alex Joneses of society. Everybody yeah. be like, ah, it's all right. We agree. Like, you got to like, take yeah. away their rights. Yeah, take away their rights for sure. They're fucking eating chili dogs over there. We can't have this. <laughs> we can't just be walking around in society with with the rest of regular people if that's what you're doing in your spare time. I don't necessarily want you to have to wear like an armband or nothing like that, but I feel like society would be better if we knew who those people were. I don't know. You, you I, see, it sounds dangerous. This is a slippery slope we're on right now. Because <laughs> this is very reminiscent of some things that has already happened in the world. 
And I feel like if we had a list of these people, I don't think anybody would be standing up to protect them right now. I don't think anybody would be like, that's not right. You can't use people's Google searches to condemn them and, and, and use them. I mean, is there anything we can convict them for? Like, I'm, already, I'm looking for crimes right now. We got to find a way to put these people in jail. Two consenting adults are allowed to shit on each other's genitals. <sighs> and there's nothing we can, nor should there be anything that we can do about it. We, can't we just do anything don't want them handling them. our food. That's we all. don't want them in the rest of our world, actually. Yeah. I'm going to go that far. <laughs> Any, anything in food production. Anything. You're, whether well, you're sourcing places. the food. Um, no, I, places, think, I think I think you can work. In fact, there's some jobs where you'd be better suited for. You could be a plumber. Um, yes. You could be a toll booth attendant. You're touching filthy money all day. That's right up your alley. It's not going to bother you. Uh, money but is that already... for the people you got to give change to. It, it would, but you should know... If you're taking, first of all, if you're requesting the change back, oh, yeah, deserve whatever, whatever plague has been unleashed upon you. Let the 25 cent go, uh, stolen legacy juice box. Move on. It's okay. It's okay. Um, so you shouldn't be requesting change. And if you know it's rife with cocaine residue and fecal matter, you know this is, this is what is on money. You, you know how it retains all the filth. You're dealing with somebody who does nothing but touch filthy money all day long. You want to hold the very tip of the dollar as you extend it to them. You, if they start to overreach, you want to pull your hand back so that they're only grabbing the tip of the other end and you want to drive away. You do not want to be handed any change back. You let oh, them keep the change, pay it forward, and continue about your way. You do not want to bring the plagues of Egypt into your car by taking change. So are we are we bigots or something like that for thinking that these people can't separate? Like maybe they understand that this is like some weird perversion, but then when they're done, you know, they wash their hands, they take a shower and they're like, nice doing business with you. And they just get back to regular life. Is it wrong to assume that they're all around 360 degrees depraved in every aspect of their existence. Is that wrong to assume that? This is where I've landed, is that anything sexual that involves consent and doesn't involve, and doesn't involve um, non-nubile uh, participants, I, I don't care. I don't have any judgment for. If it's two consenting adults, I don't care what you do. But we are, I mean, we we had this problem with not seeing homosexuals as people. I don't know if I'd say we, I feel it as a society. Right. I don't, right. I, I, it was still okay to be like, you like people of the same sex, I'm allowed to kind of be nasty to you just on those grounds right yeah and repulsed by it and all of that yeah right and so we're kind of like okay you know if if you have those attitudes you're kind of a caveman you're not enlightened you know um it's kind of a crappy uh 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 care it's kind of a crappy disposition to take on like as far as being a decent human being because you can meet people who are in same-sex relationships and there's a, a myriad of other things that you could have 
common ground and relate about and the person could be super cool and you could build on any number of things and so it's not a it's not a topic of obsession when you're around someone that's heterosexual like we always have to be focused on your heterosexuality like now nah, you're talking about any right. number of other things so it doesn't make sense that it would be this obsessive point of contention that just it creates this blockade that doesn't allow you to connect with them on any other level that's silly and so yeah. once we got there we were like well what if you kind of like the same sex but you like to dress up as the opposite sex so you're kind of not the same sex because you're identifying as the opposite sex and then you're with someone that's the same biological sex but not the identified. So it's kind of heterosexual, but kind of homosexual. But we don't want those people to feel marginalized or mistreated j just because of that choice. And right. I can kind of understand it too. Like, I don't, like, there's some stuff. I'm, if I got to say he, him, I'm fine. But, uh, matzo ball soup complexion, more bread than broth, he, him, <laughs> pronouns. I I I I'll 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 concede if that's how we're gonna identify ourselves from now on, okay, fine, I, I'll do that. If that makes everybody feel more comfortable, um, I'll start saying he him. I got I got no problem with that. Fine, I'm in. Um, and so we don't want those people to feel isolated. And so a part of making them not feel so abnormal or so ostracized, it people projecting those same kind of hateful attitudes that were being, you know, uh, directed at, at homosexuals maybe for the last, you know, um, I don't know, shit, hundreds of years? I don't know. I don't know. I'd, at some point, Western civilization was really cool with homosexual people, and then it went through a phase where it really didn't like them, and they had to go underground. So I, I don't know the exact timeline. But at least since the 50s, it, it wasn't a cool thing, right? It, was, right. it, it could be a problem. Um, so maybe this is the natural progression Maybe it's the same thing. Like, look, I I just took a shit on that dude's dick and I sucked it. I sucked <laughs> the shit off his dick. It's called a chili dog. But oh. I, too, um, like Lifestyles of the Poor Dangerous. I think it's a slamming album. Big L was uh, severely underrated and ignored by the mainstream, but he was incredible. And, you know, I, I really like the uh, Yes, You May remix with Lord Finesse. And I thought Big L killed that. And... Um, can you talk to me about that without obsessing about the fact that I just took a shit on a dick and sucked <laughs> it and I washed up afterwards? Why does that have to be? Why do we have to just focus on my chili dog obsession? My chili dog habit has nothing to do with any of these other things. So I, I can't okay. find a good reason to hate these people. Not okay. Maybe not hate them. But I'm disturbed. I, I am. I am, I am disturbed. Yeah, I'm definitely yeah. disturbed. But this also brings up another thing. So me and my uh, daughter the other day were talking about horrorcore hip-hop. Right? So we, I'm like, you know, I remember that time. I remember that space of when, you know, Gravediggers came out and hip-hop just got really weird. But, of course, later on, you hit, you find out through the internet that all this other shit existed that you had no idea about. And the pool of it gets wider. So as you start to look at these people who are in that realm of hardcore hip-hop, a lot of these people, uh, I mean, a good amount, a handful of them, ended up going on to commit some wild-ass crimes and do some crazy shit to people. And so it's like, 
if this is what your consciousness is doing, is this is this is how you're expressing yourself in your spare time, isn't it kind of when when does it become okay to sort of start looking at people a little sideways? Because should we just always assume that you can turn it off and on, that this is just something you do and it has nothing else to do with how you function, how you move, how you deal with people in your regular life? It's just this thing I do on the weekends. Is that is that we just completely disregard everything as long so I guess as long as you're functioning in society, nobody thinks you're that weird. Your neighbors are not calling the cops all the time because something strange is happening at your place. Then we don't really have nothing to think about, nothing to worry about. I don't know, man. It's, it, it it seems kind of weird to me. It's a it seems slippery slope, a slippery, shitty, <laughs> shit covered. It's slope. a terrible slope. It may be the worst I... slope I've ever encountered. You know, and but there's there's corners like I I've been invited to like these sex dungeons and stuff. I've just I've none of that stuff like really interests me. I've never been sex for me is kind of like a utilitarian thing. How do you it's, get invited it, to a sex it, dungeon? It, <laughs> I just I know all I I I I don't discriminate when it comes to like if you're cool, I I could connect with you. So you may be into some shit that I'm just not into, but we could still be cool. Um, I knew this chick. She went. She told me about what she saw at the thing. So, um, I guess it was some convention, and she was like, "Yeah." So this dude, he was getting these saline injections into his balls. Oh. So we were all there and watching him, and they injected saline. So he had this massive sack, and I guess the sexual fetish is the next time he um, ejaculates. We'll keep it scientific, me- medical. Professional, professional. Um, it's so much more intense because he has a sack full of saline. So there's a specific reason behind it. Because I, I was just like, so he's just laying on the floor. Yeah, he's just laying. Everybody's doing all kinds of stuff. So it was like no big deal. But I thought it was fascinating that they were injecting saline into this man's nuts, and his sack was getting so big. Like, all right, just just for him to experience something at a later date. Oh, well, I'm sure he's gonna. That's not something you wanna. You don't wanna walk around with that kind of heat for long. He went home. He went home and released the hounds quick. He took care of business, I'm sure. Oh, but and she's just describing to me all this shit that's around. I'm like, I just, I've never been to a convention like that. I've never been to any of these kind of like eyes wide shut events. Let's wear masks and throw our keys on a bowl and all that. I just, it's not my thing. But I, but I don't want to tell people because you do that, you can't be a good parent or a good citizen. You know, it kind of gets weird when we start judging, you know, sexual aspects. But at the same time, I get what you're saying. Like, if you're in to beating dogs as a kid, you're probably going to start working on some humans. After you right. kill your first couple of squirrels, you strangle a few cats, you know, you need to be on a, you know, I got to take you off of here. I got to put you yeah. on a list. There's a line. There's yeah. definitely a line because a lot of the shit that like even with the whole eyes wide shut kind of thing, there's nothing I could see where there's people in society and probably not even a lot of them. There's probably a small percentage of people in society who is who would be absolutely disgusted by something like that happening in their town or whatever. But that's I think I feel like that's a small minority of people. Most people would be like, oh, whatever, you know, let them that's a party. Yeah, they're wearing masks. They're doing whatever they're doing. That's a party. But. But chili dogs, though, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. that's I, I feel like it's a little different. You think you think that's the horrorcore of sex? 
That's I, the I, people we gotta watch. Right. I feel like you you you're operating in a space now that's almost like almost anti-human. <laughs> it's because you're doing something that's so counterintuitive to what uh, a normal functioning person would slippery do. Slippery slope, slippery slope. They said the same thing about homosexuality. No, but that that was that was wrong, though. You know why that was wrong? Well, because well, hold on. Everybody was doing it, and everybody was having a great time doing it. And then society came along somewhere else and said, "Hey, this is weird." I don't know a time in human history where everybody was just playing with poop and eating it. Um, That's we not. May, we may we may we may not have dug up that particular <laughs> civilization. The archaeological find may is may have not happened. That's just what yet. they're hiding. But it's right. the missing that's link. What, right that's what the Vatican. That's why they're not releasing all the scrolls. <laughs> talks about it's in ancient times. The first time. ten thousand years of human history, right? It's like we can never let them find out that this is where they came from. Let's just poop on each other and make out. Like, yeah. That was before wars, before racism. Yeah, <laughs> nobody, nobody had the strength. Everybody had just shit their brains out and fucked their brains out. Everybody is just completely relieved of all everything in their bowels and everything in their nuts, and they're just all passed out, covered in cum and shit. And nobody, what if that? What if that's the way? I know, I know. That there's no, there's no wars. Right. You could, you could stop starvation and stop all the wars if. People were just covered in cum and shit, and just too exhausted to fight, too exhausted and re- and just re- re- disgusted, just too just beaten down, just no care ap- about problem appetite. of materialism too. Materialism is gone yeah. down the drain. Yeah, there's we have we have no nice things. Who cares about Rolex cross? cross. <laughs> Everything yeah. is covered in shit and cum. It's ruined. <laughs> Nobody cares. There's no more collectors editions of anything. Oh, so maybe people. these people are actually highly evolved, and we just don't—you don't know it yet. You, you, you know, but 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 the thing is, is okay because you can say, that, "Oh, it's it's not natural because you know you're taking the shit that's meant to be excrement." But well, you know, you're you're penetrating the buttocks, right? Your people had the same the same kind of rationale. You're not going to create any children. There's no point in it. And then what do you do with heterosexuals who like to do the same thing? You know, right. I'm with a girl. Right. It's heterosexual, but I'd rather be in a butt. I, like, no, you're weird too. You get in the box with the other guy. <laughs> see, but here's the thing: it's not my cup of tea. But right, I just but, don't yeah. know how judgmental, or, or if there is even a point to being judgmental, or there necessarily needs to be a stigma attached to all those things. So if you're willing to deviate from quote unquote the natural order in that regard, the assumption is. You're gonna deviate in all kinds of ways where maybe sexual deviancy, um, with the exception of anything against somebody's will, is something that you can be deviant in um, at relative to the status quo, but still be upright in everything else. M- maybe that's possible. I, I don't know. I, 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 that's a I, hard call, but it's worth just it's worth uh, exploring though. Because uh, I think that's sort of where we're moving towards anyway. But some of this shit is going to be extreme and repulsive to us for another hundred years. We just got to be honest. I think that's probably the biggest issue with uh, that people have right now, trying to integrate society so quickly because they felt like they've been marginalized for so long. Not to say they haven't, but that's what they've been experiencing. 
for all its time. So they want people to just catch up, just deal with it. There's 347 different genders and terminologies and shit. And you just need to get yourself up to speed because we ain't got time to deal with your old, you know, bullshit. And I get it. I get the feeling. But the reality is people are just not going to get it that fast. You know what I mean? And so it's it's possible that this kind of question isn't going to be answered <laughs> in any any real certainty for a long time. Because that's a, that's a hard one, bro. It's rough. It's, it's hard for me to imagine a person being able to function in every other way. And I guess that's just from being removed from that kind of shit. And there's so many levels to where other people would say the same thing about, like you said, about different practices and what other people do in their spare time people probably feel the same way about it so that is a very very hard line to have to draw but something just feels <laughs> i have no data i have no facts Listen. i have no empirical evidence but Done. something feels all the way wrong about people who do that shit and then just walk around with everybody else it's like that shit feels strange to me um, and it shouldn't. It shouldn't. I, I definitely understand but, that it shouldn't. Because if you can be out there, well, look at I mean, look at fucking Ted Bundy, right? How long was this guy functional in society? And look what he was doing. He's a hottie too. <laughs> Very attractive. I, I guess that's the problem. That's what it comes down to, right? If you're cute, you can get away with anything. Yeah, you can get away with anything. <laughs> they said he was like charming the women under the. They're in the courtroom. It's like yeah. I know he murdered fifteen bitches, but I just want to give him this pussy. Right, I for want some him to reason. have it. Right. And that's that's why he was able to do everything he did and well, get away know. so many times because people just, you know, and look how long that dude was moving around freely in society doing that kind of shit. I feel like somebody should have, uh, not, not they should have known, but there's probably a lot of markers and shit like that right now. Imagine what his Google search history would have been. Listen, Casey Anthony killed her daughter. Oh, I guarantee you there's dick thrown at her constantly. Uh, oh, yeah. I'm sure Jody Arias, it gets letters all the time. Yeah. And and you know she stabbed that man to death. Yeah. You still be like, look, we're going to get you out on appeal. You can come live with me. You know, my mom's upstairs. She'll look out. She'll make sure we got food. It'll be great. Well, that's come because home. other guys think they can probably take her. Mm, it's like, I don't I know. She she can't get away with that shit with me. They'll look at the guy who she killed and be like, "Well, he was a beta, you know. She ain't gonna do that shit to me." And the know. women, and the women with uh, Ted Bundy, they're probably thinking the same thing. Like, I know he killed thirty other women, but he probably wouldn't kill me though. Right. I'll I'll change him. He'll change for me. <laughs> like, no, nope, no. You're gonna be me. you're gonna be another notch on the belt, lady. Yeah. Oh, that's yeah. I, it's I, rough. I, this but, is this. But, but how is wow. this any different from like racism or noticing any kind of trend? Like, let's say you had a 20% discrepancy. You looked at the people having traditional sex and you had um, group B, uh, the chili dog group. And in the chili dog group, you saw a 20% increase across the board in all levels of deception and criminality. Now we start thinking, like, okay. Correlation, causality, is, what, what are but, we doing? But even still, you have, a, you have a percentage that's more increased, but the still, the majority of the people that are shitting on dicks and sucking them, they're decent people. We have all the statistical evidence to show that, but we show that 
there's a greater propensity within the chili dog community um, for for shiftless behavior. It shiftless. You see, you see right? You see the parallels, <laughs> like if you if even if, even if you even if you see that trend. Should we even make a big deal about it, or is it does is it destiny now for everybody that's eating chili dogs that now they have to be you know profiled? Like you know, there's there's a twenty percent more chance that you're going to do some crazy shit, and you may you know kidnap some children, or, or burn down an orphanage. We don't know. You're on that chili right. dog shit. Who would knows what you're be, capable of doing? How, it, how much different really would it be from the overall population? Because it's crazy shit happening everywhere. No matter what your alignment is, no matter what group you think you fit into, there's people in that group that are fucked up and crazy and just using the group as camouflage. And even if your group has the highest numbers of anything negative, it still represents a minority within that group. So so no matter what we're looking at, the majority of anybody in any group is probably not a problem. What we're talking about is matter of degrees of, you know, there's a 20% more likelihood that you're going to get robbed from the chili dog group than you would um, this 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 Mormon uh, cult leader. You know, he may ask for your 14-year-old daughter's hand in marriage. Right. And that may be an uncomfortable conversation. But you don't have to worry about him, you know, murdering you violently and keeping your body parts in the freezer. I don't know, bro. Would it matter? Even when you talk about per capita, like hundreds of thousands of people within a group, you're talking about like eh, seven, eight, nine, ten difference. It's still like a super low statistical anomaly for you to ever get murdered and eaten, even by a person that's, you know, of the chili dog persuasion. Well, I guess the best case scenario is that the world wouldn't even know that you were engaged in those type of activities. Correct. That's that's the best case scenario. If it wasn't for these psychos and their podcasts, we (laughs) (laughs) I would have never known. I would have never known. Most normal people would have no idea what was going on. That's for a very select group of people who are looking for that kind of stuff. So the problem here is the people who who go find it in those places and bring it to the rest of us to have to deal with. Right. Because because I, I think it's fair to say that um, it's very unlikely that we would be looking for those sorts of things in our Internet searches. Right. But to know that not only is somebody like making the like they want to find that, like, I wonder if I could find a dude riding a skateboard with a dick on the end of it who just rams it up the ass of somebody at the end of a ramp. I wonder if that even exists. And then it does. That That's the part. Like, you're looking for something that's super wild, but the internet provides it. It's there. You, right. can, you can see an Asian woman shitting on a dick and rubbing it all over herself and sucking the It's on. It's available. And then they, they start banging in the back of the car after this. So this is saliva. And, sh- and then he puts on a condom. What was the point of that? You got everything. <laughs> You're done. All of it. You got all the things that there are to have. You got them. You know the viral load that's contained in a in a in a in a stream of liquid shit that was just sprayed over it. <laughs> Fresh You're, too, not like done. a sample. 
not like a yeah. sample we picked up and brought back in the jar. No, it's fresh. Right. It hasn't it been right sitting there story. and had the time for the oxygen to get to it and it's no. dying because it's out in the no, no no no. This was straight from her colon to the head of your sensitive, weak membraned uh man helmet. It's going right through. Oh, it's going God. right through. Your 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 dick helmet is is permeable. Inundated now with <laughs> your shaft is all right. Your shaft, if you just got it on the shaft, you'd be okay. But if it if it hits that mushroom cap, it's over. You got it. <laughs> Whatever she got, you got it. Oh, this is painful, bro. This is painful. Like I, I guess I'm getting it. Is these are just what people want to do in their lives, and we would never know because unless you're watching it, and if you're actually watching it, you have no right to say anything. Like if you're in a restaurant somewhere, and you order a, you order a gyro, you order, you order <laughs> well, some poutine from or something the subway like that. shit video. <laughs> right, you can't see, you can't even say nothing because you right. was watching the video. Right. And then you're sitting here in the restaurant wondering if you're wrong because you now don't want to be served by him or if he's right. wrong because he works in this establishment. That's a whole lot of conversation, which tells you that there's no clear, correct answer here. There's no, there's no dinosaur yeah. bigotry. You are, you, are, you are an antiquated <laughs> mode of human. You're a bigot and you just eat, eat the bread and assume he washed his hands. Why are you being a sex racist and assuming... Just because he's a chili dogger, that he wouldn't wash his hands before he came to work. Right. I mean, would anybody you, else you, wash their hands? Is right. This guy who's just vanilla exactly. missionary with his wife. Why would you yeah. think he would wash his hands? Nobody, You're nobody, the caveman for ex- assuming. Exactly. Oh, no, no, nobody, nobody wants your boring sex juices on their avocados either. <laughs> you know, you're just thinking about his chili dog. You're not thinking about. You know your missionary semen and vaginal juices. That also you you got on on you. You you may have not washed your hands. You could cross contaminate. Right. You're right. just as capable of contaminating. So, so yeah, he could outwoke you if you called him out. Good. He could outwoke you in that situation. And then you find out that he didn't. He did in fact when you clicked on his website to watch his depraved video, and that's how you know it's him. He actually had some malware that's been using your phone to spy on you, and he pulls out the video to show you just got done fucking, and you didn't wash your hands. No, he showed So now you, you're on trial. He turned on your webcam and recorded you while you were watching his video. So we, now he can show everybody what you did while you were watching his video. Yeah, this is what he's into, oh, guys. It's, it's, yeah, this is what he's into, and he's calling me out for it. Yeah, yeah. I can see where that, the tables get turned in that one very easily. Very easily. Yeah, you can't say nothing. You can't say I think, nothing. I think that, that that needs to be... We're going to eventually get rid of surnames. And it's just going to be your name, your pronouns, your soup can complexion, and then <laughs> your your positions. You know, I, hi, uh, my name's Pinky. Uh, cream of mushroom base uh, with a hint of uh, gazpacho. Um, eat him. <laughs> Um, no chili dogs, no glass bottom boats. Um, consistent missionary. I'm gonna have to Thank Google you. glass bottom boat because this is the second time you said that. Do you want to know what I'll tell you what I it can't is? Guess you I'm, can't because like... your mind's not there. Mine wasn't either. You and you would have <laughs> never thought of it. You, no matter how long you think about it, 
You'll never figure I'm it out. I'm so but, hard. I'm just like, there's got to be some logic in here somewhere for I'm me to like you. glean some information and figure out what a glass bottom boat actually is. Listen, I'm I'm gonna pull you down in the mud where I am right now. You're not gonna <sighs> like it, but but once that corridor of your mind is opened, you can't close it back up. You're you're you. So now that you know what a chili dog is, okay, glass bottom boat, kind of in the same vein. It's when somebody lays you down and has the decency to cover your face in saran wrap before they take a shit on your face. So it's like a glass bottom boat. You get to see the depths of the sea without actually getting wet. Glass bottom boat. Yeah, I don't don't think I'd have guessed that one. You would have never guessed it. (laughs) If you... This if is, you have this, there's got to be teenagers just making this shit up. There's no way that there are people in the world, in the actual real world, who are like, what are they doing? They're like, oh, anybody want to link up for a glass bottom boat? And other people actually know what they're talking about and are ex- excited to attend. I, I can't, this can't be real shit. Hey. Somebody's just making these up for meme quality. We're laughing at it on the internet. <laughs> there's no way that this is the real things that people are doing. My, my, my dear. Um, righteous, I can't, uh, naive I brother. Refuse. I refuse. <laughs> I refuse. To you, I was. I was where you were at. I really thought it was no. It's a thing. Listen, if this, if this footage of chili dogs, listen, it's happening. It's a thing. It, it may not be as widespread as as you know as the number of videos would lead you to believe. But yes, my my. My dear righteous brother, it is so. It is so. Dude, I, it's out there, and you just cut off from it because you're not you're not thinking on that level. You might be a bigot dinosaur. I don't know. I'm not going to judge you, but it's so. You, it's, so what you're telling me is these are not broken humans. Let me tell you what They're a not broken. trombone is. I think I know that one. That's one of the older ones. I remember, like, uh, I'm pretty sure I know what that one is. But <laughs> and, and it, it sounds a little weird, but in the conversation with glass bottom boats and chili dogs, it sounds, sounds kind, that, it's starting to famous. sound kind of vanilla. <laughs> yeah, it, it, by comparison, well, yeah. first, there's no sh- shit, at least not right. directly. That um, makes it worlds better than everything right. else we've been discussing so far automatically. There, there may be some shit remnants inadvertently, but shit is not the main ingredient. Oh, it's gosh. not the star of the show in the rusty trombone. But it's when someone is eating your asshole. So their mouth is up against your ass like it was, you know, the mouthpiece to a woodwind instrument. And what makes it the trombone is they're jerking you off. Their hand is wrapped around in front of you to jerk you off while they eat your ass, so it's like they're playing the trombone, the rusty trombone. Rusty. That's the thing. <laughs> well, listen, I, I'm, I feel like, uh, yeah, that's just regular stuff at this point. Yeah, Think same. about, like, up until PG. about, was it, about five years ago? that th- This would have been completely unheard of. Maybe five, seven years ago, it would have been completely unheard of to talk about anybody putting their face against your ass. But now it seems like it's just regular. It's just normal. Regular. <laughs> There's footage in broad daylight of a dude in oh, an right, eight yeah. ball jacket getting his ass eaten on a bench right outside the train. There's something about the eight ball jacket that's just throwing me off. It's like I didn't I, even think I they had like them people, anymore. I if feel like people in eight ball jackets shouldn't be doing that. <laughs> if it wasn't, dude, and he looked, he looked like he could fuck you up. He 
He had that. He had that look and that swag. Like I think, I don't know. That dude might be trouble. I wouldn't want to fuck with him. He would. He had some thugged out swag, but he was just casually sitting there. Like, yeah, I'm getting my ass eat. Man, what? Don't look me in the eyes, bitch. Like just looking. Be- just and and then when people Getting came, DMX and, vibes from that dude. It was very DMXy. It was very. <laughs> it had that vibe of just very hardcore masculine. Yo, you want to be in my video? You right. want to wear my eight ball jacket? You want to eat very, my ass in front very of the train? Stop, drop, shut him down. Yeah. Open up shop. Is shut him down and open up that shop. It was open for business, and and when the train came up, he still was keep going, but he didn't even. It was the dude underneath that was was ashamed. Like, oh shit, the train pulled up. I should stop eating your ass. But this dude was like, hold on, I'm not there yet. So he so he didn't even pull his pants up. He just started beating his dick. Just nah, we're gonna finish this. I'm not done yet. Oh my god. And that's and it's a video and it's on the internet. And I never would have seen it unless I was on uh in hot water. And I don't know, I gotta give that show a break for a little bit. There's some shit on there that's hilarious. But whenever they come with the disturbing videos, I'm like, oh God, why? Just, just tell some more jokes. I don't want to see this. This is horrific. It, but you, it but it's one of those things terrible. you can't look away. Like, really, this is happening? Oh my! God. In broad daylight, and nobody says anything. But then again, it's like, what are you like? Stop that! You stop eating his ass. Stop jerking off in front of you. Stop it. Stop doing that in front of the train. Stop it. There's oh, no, man. there's no way to have. And then How is to this get the world. Listen, and then was even it, it, then to get fucked up by that dude, like, and it's all gonna be on video. So you went and got in between two men eating each other's ass in in front of the train, and then you told and you did the right thing. There's people out here. You shouldn't do this. You you shouldn't do this out in broad daylight. And then he gets angry with you. Doesn't even bother to pull up his pants and just beats the shit out of you. That's gonna yeah. be a hard thing to live. Who wants? Who wants yeah. that kind There's of? There's no problems? coming back from that. There's no right. coming back from that. You got to leave town. Because I don't even think they make eight ball jackets anymore. That's a that's a vestige of a forgotten age. That, right. that he he like he's either a time traveler or he <laughs> had to have kept that shit for this long in mint condition. Right. And think about that. <laughs> The person who was pristine able to keep, ball jacket. The person who was able to keep an article of clothing for like thirty years in pristine condition is also standing up. <laughs> None of this makes any sense. None Man. of it makes any sense. How? How Man. is this the world? Oh my god! It's too much, bro. It's too mouse much. Mouse utopia. It's mouse utopia. Uh, it is. That's exactly what it is. This is just we're circling shitting on, drains. Shitting on dicks and getting our ass eaten in front of the subway car. And it's 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 mouse utopia. This is so oh. so maybe there's something to be said about um there might be a, a, a hint of mental illness involved <laughs> in some of this behavior. Possibly. A possible possible a smidge. Of mental illness. But we can't assume that from the outset. Because that would be, like you said, that's dinosaur bigotry, right? We can't assume right. they're crazy. The question is, is the dude in the eight ball jacket getting his ass eaten out in front of the subway, does he hold a job? Can he hold a job? Is he paying his rent on time? If, that, if he's handling the these other day-to-day responsibilities, I don't know. I don't know right. if we can judge him. So the truth of the, the answers to any of those questions don't really matter. 
the 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 only real question is well not even the question it's just a fact that if you think because of what he's doing you see him that snapshot of his life and you assume that he can't hold out a job and that he's fucked up in all these other places dinosaur bigotry <laughs> you have no right to to judge him by this snapshot how dare this, you he he could be on his way to go serve at a soup kitchen he had one moment of uncontrollable extraordinary horniness and you want that one moment captured on multiple cell phone cameras from multiple angles to define him for the rest of his life listen i feel like he does that all the time i'm sorry i can't i feel like this he does it every wednesday until the tapes emerge you're kind of a racist (laughs) for assuming you're kind of a bad person for assuming He, as much as uh, it was a one-time thing, he was just super duper, extraordinarily horny, and there was a gentleman who probably owed him money for drugs who was willing to eat his ass. <laughs> so willing wait, to eat his ass. So that's a power dynamic being exploited here. Absolutely. You just, you just introduced some duress to this situation. I did. <laughs> there may have been some some Weinstein tactics employed. There was no. possibly some coercion or threats of violence. Um, but uh, at the end of the day, uh, you didn't come up with the money. You chose to eat the ass. So I don't, you know, you're not going to win an Emmy. But you, you know, you made a life choice. I don't know. You still consented. But yeah, it might have been under some duress. I don't know. I feel like uh, I, I can't assume it was completely consensual. I feel like there there had to be some type of threat made. <laughs> I don't know how you find yourself in this situation in a public place and everybody's happy to be there. I feel like something went wrong. A lot had to go wrong for those people to be in that. If Okay, so if if this was on their OnlyFans page and it was just them in their house, then this wouldn't be weird. Nope. It's, it's the public place. And the eight ball jacket that's making you know it weird. What? Those are the two things making it weird. The fact that it was at the train station and he's wearing an eight ball jacket. The more that I think about it, and and and, and that was their presumption is that there's got to be drugs involved. Like that's got to be his drug dealer. And you know, now that I'm thinking about it, it it probably was some like thugged out humiliation shit. Oh yeah, you ain't got my <laughs> money. Yeah, you gonna eat my ass in front of the train right now. That's what we about to do. I'm gonna fuck you up. It could have been something like that to where that dude's not even necessarily um, into having men do sexual things to him, um, but it was just the principle, the, you know, to show dominance. Okay, I have a better, I have a better scenario. I have a, a better scenario that's just a better for humanity as a whole. I think one of those people was out cruising around. I don't know if cruising is a derogatory. Like, is that bad to say, or is that like a outdated terminology or something? No, no, no. We all know we are. Uh, you're, 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 you're on the prowl. Right. So I feel prowl. like somebody was on the prowl, and they might have a uh, an affinity. You know, a fetish, fetishization. However, you say that shit. A uh, fetish uh-huh. for the uh, DMX types, mm. and you have a one in 100 chance of getting your teeth kicked in or them agreeing and being down with it. So he's probably done this a lot of times and probably got his ass kicked, got slapped and a whole bunch of other shit. And then one day he rolled up on a dude with an eight ball jacket and was like, 
hey, buddy, I got a proposition for you. And eight ball was just like, you know what? Fuck it. And but why the exhibitionism? Because that's where that's that's probably just where their paths crossed. That was the uh, that was they, the Venn diagram. <laughs> you know, they were both, you know, what I'm saying it was fate. It was fate. You know who? We could anywhere in the world, but we were both here at this moment. So why not take? You know what I'm saying? Maybe I feel like that's probably what happened. That's oh, probably what happened. He gave because, them the "You only live once" speech. Right. And just they didn't even bother <laughs> to take it to the bathroom or anything. It's like, like fuck, fuck it. it. This bench, I'm already laying on this bench. Why don't you go ahead and take a seat, sir? Because I've seen uh I've seen YouTube videos and world star videos of like old dudes, old white dudes. Not that the race matters, but they seem to be the ones doing this kind of shit. Where they just go park in some neighborhood somewhere where the thugs are walking around at. And the dudes would just walk up to the car and be like, yo, what you doing over here, yo? And they'd be like, nothing. I'm just what? What's the matter? And you could you know what's happening. You totally know what's happening. He's not there to buy drugs. He's not an undercover cop. He's just hoping that one of y'all know the protocol. And he doesn't want to go to the other side of town where the, everybody knows who everybody is and they're all down with it and it's a party. He has, you know, this this danger thing going on. He's hoping that one of y'all have recently watched the DMX video. See, and you're and- charged up and you're ready. <laughs> because I mean, like you said, there's, there's always a possibility. Especially with you know this hypersexuality, hypermasculine, like all of that shit exists in this same space. These are converging circles. So if a guy, if a, if a person has that type of proclivity, why wouldn't he go hang out in those places? Why wouldn't he go? Because uh, yeah, you might get slapped around, you might get threatened, but every but then again, on that one fateful day, you mm-hmm. come across a dude in an eight ball jacket who's on the same page wow. as you. You know, I feel like that's what happened. I feel like we just we just uh, mined down to the reality, the most likely scenario. Because I feel like if it was some type of duress, you owe me money type shit, I feel like dude would at least had enough respect for himself to be like, you know, meet me over here so you can pay your debt. I feel like why would they right, right at the train station where people can see him? Well, I don't understand. That's that's the psychological part. But, that but, I it's, it, but it's because, like, you're getting your dick sucked, you're getting your ass eaten. He's not doing anything gay. Right. Some gay shit is being done to him. He's the recipient. So as far as as he's concerned... <laughs> it's fine, right? This is, a, girl would have, a girl could be eating my asshole. A girl could be giving me head. It really does. The, the lips it are incident. Weird at the I'm not doing anything gay. I'm in the dominant position. I'm being serviced, so therefore it's not gay. And I dare somebody to say something. I, I think it's got to be a humiliation thing <laughs> to to have it just done in that public. Because I've because there's other videos, incidentally, videos I never would have seen unless I'd been watching this show. <laughs> so this show uh, is the crux of the problem in this whole no, scenario. It, here. It's I, like I said, I got to take a break from it. See, I, when I started watching Compound Media, it was just for uh, Michael Malice. Like, I like Anthony Camille. I'll watch his show. Um, I liked him from uh, Opie and Anthony and all the the uh, the dope conversations he used to have and with Patrice O'Neill and the little arguments they used to get into. But but I, I thought Michael Malice had, like, the best analysis and news. So that was the main show I was watching. And then I started watching the, the you know, uh, the other shows 
Um, oh, and and him and uh, Talib Starks with Safe Space. I, I I would watch that show consistently. But so I was like, all right, let me start checking out some of the other shows. And I had watched this one a few times, and it was pretty funny. But I didn't know that just random splices of gay porn was such a reoccurring theme. You know, the first time was kind of weird and uncomfortable. I'm like, all right, you know, they're trying to make jokes. You know, that's funny. And it was just a couple of still shots, you know, just that they would have, like, as the reveal to their, you know, their gag or whatever. But then it was just like, you know, just, just, <laughs> just eventually this hardcore gay sex. And some dude pounding another dude just standing on the stairway steps. Like, so I guess these were homeless dudes or whatever, and they were going at it. And this was very much, you know, so I feel, and, 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 and I feel like that was more of like a random encounter, the way they were dealing with each other. It, it, it seemed like, okay, this is probably, you know, gay homeless sex would happen in a train station. This was like, because it was kind of off, not really into the cut, but you could tell it was like late, late hours. Like there was nobody around. It wasn't like packed with people coming up and down the stairs, right? So they're the only two dudes on the stairs and they're just going at it. And somebody happened to catch it on film. This was right on the bench in front of where the train's going to stop. So you know you're about to have an audience. That's the only reason I would think maybe there was some duress and humiliation involved. But you know what? I... I'm fine with accepting your um, your 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 take on it because you're right. That's that's the better answer for the world. That they was just two consenting time travelers in love who came back <laughs> with pristine eight ball jackets and you know and just happened to be comfortable on that bench and didn't want to take it anywhere else. They were just you know yeah. who knows. Fate brought them together. It's a love story. And I'm not a I'm not a dinosaur bigot and I'm not gonna judge them and. If we have to start incorporating um, our sexual position preferences after our pronouns, I'm I'm happy with introducing and incorporating that into my introduction as well. Now, I'm on board. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna lean into the woke thing. I'm not gonna fight it anymore. Uh, There's the certain things I'm willing to make concessions. I'm willing to meet you halfway. If you if you'll stop with the other crazy shit, I'll I'll meet you halfway. I'll I'll. I'm, the only thing I'm not doing is I'm not doing the race shit. I think soup, soup can complexion <laughs> is here to stay. I I describe people that way to other people. People don't know what the fuck I'm talking about, and I just act like they're not hip. They don't know what's going on, you know. I I make them feel like the dinosaur bigot. You still <laughs> describing people with with antiquated ethnic titles like black and white and right colors. And, yeah, no, it's clearly minestrone. Beef minestrone complected. Beef minestrone. That's he, he, well, Miguel was he was kind of like a, like chicken tortilla soup complexion kind of. Um, there was there was there was this you know his, his mom might have been minestrone. There was something there you know, but his complexion was more like a you know like a like a chicken broth, like a tortilla chicken broth, like a chicken it's, tortilla soup. It's that's objectively better. I think describing people with. With well, foods. I know that gets a little bit problematic. As long as it's not, you know, regular run of the mill like chocolate and vanilla. I think if you, the more creative you get, especially if you stick to soups, nobody Soup. can be mad at soups. Candies soups are all earth shit, tones. They, like candies and desserts might feel a little bit dehumanizing. You know, you start calling people, but I think everybody can respect soups. Right. Everybody can respect soups. So we we gotta we, we gotta lay out what the. Uh, it's what the perfect offensive. soups are for everybody. Yeah, because you can't be offended by a soup reference. 
Right, because because it doesn't mean like a it's a it's just such a nondescript, non-polarizing. It's just such a bland food. It's kind of like uh, you know what I mean? Like dessert, dessert could be like the main thing. Like you've been looking for, oh, dude, this this blueberry cheesecake is the shit, you know, and it tastes so intense and. You know, you look forward to the soup is just like, I don't really give a shit if it comes with soup or not. Right. Like, and maybe that's the new way to look at races. It's just such an incidental thing. You start describing it with such an incidental food, a food that people feel really nothing about. Like, there's people that'll stab each other over the Jay-Z, Nas, who's better debate. There's nobody going to stab anybody over what soup is the best. What soup they like the best. <laughs> there's, no, there's no wars that are going to be started over right. over. A, cream of mushroom is or isn't better than than chicken tortilla nobody gives a shit they're gonna find ways i'm already seeing with the chicken tortilla race is just gonna creep right back into it because they're gonna be like yeah, it's a little like a like sort of like a curry stew <laughs> it's kind of like uh it's like a spicy it's yeah spicy chicken broth <laughs> like yeah. a peking duck broth that's yeah, right. right. Yeah, the race is just going to creep back into it. It's going to be a long time before people get the whole uh, the racial barring and pairing and folders out of their brain. It's going to take a lot of overriding to bury those folders. All right. So I, I guess we will stay away from because you got soups like Italian wedding. No, we know? can't do that. No. Right. You got soups, right. So anything like chicken tortilla, you're right. That could be associated. You're talking <laughs> about something that's kind of beige, light brown, but you're right. As soon as you put the tortilla in there, it, people are going to start putting, you know, racial oh, um, yeah. characteristics. So, yeah, we'll stay away from that. Uh, so cream of mushroom, minestrone, chicken broth, clam chowder, gazpacho. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, French onion, but it, obviously you don't mean French. But French onion has a very a rich brown hue that could be, be used to describe. But I don't know, maybe because it has French in it, it's already kind of yeah. It's that belongs kinda, to the colonizers. Yeah. So yeah. I, it, you know, you just got to be careful in 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 in. Well, there'll be an official soup catalog, I guess. That'll be like the acceptable soup cans to reference. Yeah. yeah. That, and if you and if you deviate from that, you're probably a racist. Most likely. Most likely. Gosh, dude, I was just looking at these. Uh, I went to these guys' page so I could see what you were talking about here. And I'm looking at some of the hashtags that they use in their episodes. These guys have got problems, bro. They're very, they're very disturbed. They're these guys very... got issues, bro. <laughs> <laughs> and the good thing about it is the reason they can get away with it is because they make you pay to see it. Right. They make you pay to see. That's why they can get away with it. There's no way in the world this could be anywhere for people to consume by mistake. <laughs> you can't. You can't. You know what I'm saying? You can't be clicking around somewhere and just stumble onto this. You got to know what you're getting yourself into. And that's why they're able to get away with it because you paid to get you paid to see it. Yeah. But you behind the paywall, they 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 really fucking do I mean anything. Right, all types of crazy shit in there, and nobody's gonna, nobody's really gonna go that far to reveal what they're doing, even if they do think it's pro problematic, because you're gonna have to pay to get in there to even screen cap the shit they're saying or doing or whatever. So they just, who, how would you even know? And 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 how do you explain that you sent 
five different screen caps so you can see the beginning of the skateboard to the end penetration right. and, and explain what that is. Oh, no, it's a, it's a dick on the end of a skateboard. Why are you watching that? What is wrong with you? No, 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 no. That's not the point. The point is I'm trying to show you, like, no, no, no. How did you find it, though? Yeah, nobody wants to hear. A, once you bring that up, you're trying to tell on somebody else, they're going to be like, well, wait, where did you see this? How did right. you find this? <laughs> like, well, I subscribed to their channel. And, oh, you subscribed to it. So you paid for this. But it was yeah. just to research them, to cancel. Oh, right, them. research. Tell Got you it. all the evil things that they're doing with skateboards <laughs> and dildos. It's awful. Well, you've been subscribing him for two years, though. <laughs> <laughs> it's terrible. I love it, bro. I love it. I love the fact that they're online monetizing their sickness. Debauchery. It just... could be worse. It could be worse. If they had no outlet, who knows what the hell they'd be doing. Yeah. Because they're only... They're, I'm not even going to say above. They are adjacent to the people that they are... You know, That's giving them the fuel and the content for them to make their money. Because yeah. if you can find humor in it and bring it, if if you see something like that on the internet and you have the nerve and the presence of mind to take a clip and email it to your buddy, like, yeah, we're going to talk about this on the podcast tonight. And like, you go through all of that for, for that type of material, you are adjacent to the material. You're not above yeah. it in any way. Because the average human who sees that is just going to want to barf and then they're going to get on with their life. They're not going to try to download it and save it or send it to one of their friends and say, look at this. They're just going to get on with their life and wish they had never seen it. These guys made a career out of it. It's too, it's too much. But it's good that it exists in that realm because you have the freedom to do that. And, and clearly, everybody's not doing that. Like, you're not going to turn on Tlaib Starks and just see gay dudes pounding and out as the clip right. is right uh, we're gonna splice in this clip of dudes banging each other in front of the subway it's not gonna happen and you'd have michael malice doing the news and he's saying things that maybe you know he wouldn't get away with saying on msnbc or fox news and the way that he's communicating ideas but he's super on point so for him to be this high level intellectual and speak freely he has to exist in the same realm of a dude that's reviewing the NNFL and dudes that are showing gay sex on subways. Yeah, and they all like... exist, but you don't, but you don't have to watch one or the other or any of them. But right. it, it's kind of weird that you have to go to that level of extreme of availability in order to get people talking honestly. Like, right. like to get somebody that's that's honest as Tlaib Starks or honest as Michael Malice, for them to have a forum where they can speak that freely, they also exist in a realm where dudes can show you just disturbing gay porn <laughs> as a part of their, their part of their routine. But that's nobody the only held place a gun to their head and have to. Right. That's the right. only place they're safe because nobody else would let them talk. What does that say about the rest of the world too? <laughs> this is the only home we could find. To, to speak the way we want to speak about politics and, and social situations is right here next to these guys. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Yeah, they kick I... you off YouTube. You know what I'm saying? They, yeah. And this is where you find a home. Right next to the guys who are showcasing chili dogs for the world. Well, not for the world. For, the, for their subscribers, let's be fair. For the people who pay their hard-earned money to learn what chili, do chili dogs are. 
Yeah, it's crazy. And and Talib Starks, I think he got canceled. One because he's he's a, a black conservative, but he used to work at a at a facility for like wayward youth, you know, and he would help get people on the right path. But one of the things, because you know he's from the hood, he would let them fight, and he got in a lot of trouble, like with the state, like you can't do that, you can't let them fight. Like, nah, I'm gonna let them fight. <laughs> you know, it's a it's a part it's a part of just working this shit out. And so his his methods um, were successful, but they were like, nah, you gotta go, you can't do that. Oh, so, so he has a book called "The Uncivil War: Blacks versus Niggers." It's it's amazing. confronting the subculture within the African American community. So I could see, I could definitely see where you get canceled writing that book. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's it, <laughs> that's an easy road. That's an easy path. That's a shortcut to cancelization right there. It, 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 I mean, I guess you know the title was a part of the controversy, but it's not. It's not such a foreign subject. No, no, no. Like, yeah, but I'm, it, but people who are on that no. side of it, yeah. yeah. People who are on that side of it, they all get in trouble for the same reasons. Anybody trying to have that conversation is definitely going to get booted. You're going to get kicked out for sure. I, I think the only person that ever successfully was able to to tread that territory without getting in trouble was um, Chris Rock on uh, Bring the Pain. I think that's the only time that needle has ever been threaded in a in a mainstream way right. yeah, yeah, where he yeah, wasn't just immediately, you know, canceled, lambasted, controversial. And even when you go back and look at it now, I haven't seen it recently, but I've but even seeing it like maybe seven or ten years ago, I'm like, wow, that's pretty that was yeah. pretty um and that's coming from a genius comedian. Right. No Not no even... one could be that precise right. and funny and do it. That's a genius comedian. Not anybody who tried to approach this as a real conversation, n- nobody's going to want to hear that. What you'll accept right. from a comedian, how he's able to frame it and tell a story, and then he leaves you with that to be able to think about later. But a person who just wants to come to the table and have that kind of conversation, it's not going to go well. Yeah. It's not going to go well. Wow, that, that that's amazing. I hadn't, I'd never heard of this book before. I might have to check it out. Oh, he yeah, was on I- Candace Owens' show. <laughs> yeah, I, I got I got it. If you if you wanna if you wanna borrow it, it's oh. it's good. It's it, it's heartbreaking. It's a sad ass book. Wow, it's sad because he he details a lot of the um the murders that didn't make the news, which is just ugh. Yeah. Ugh. yeah, yeah. Dude, I can imagine. I mean, it's a it's a real conversation. It's a real conversation, and it's obviously a lot of people are having it, but nobody wants to have it on the mainstream upfront platform but but how many people want to work at a place where you're dealing with violent like pre no not even pre like a lot of those kids were thugged out already by the time they got to him right who wants to have that job try like these are kids that a lot of people have society definitely has already written them off like you're yeah we don't care we don't care if the hood ever gets fixed we don't care if you ever find a way to make it out you're probably destined to kill each other anyway. Uh, I'm not getting involved. If you want to use some of my tax dollars to throw at it, okay. But uh, I don't want to go there, and I definitely don't want to work and try to save any of these kids. So you got to look at somebody who um, has a whole bunch of different opportunities to make money, right, um, different avenues, and says, nah, I'm going to work at a place like that because 
I think I can be a positive influence because I understand these kids. I come from where these kids come from. I know how I can help as many as I can. And I can't help all of them. You know, some of them is just there's nothing I could do. But if I can affect these other kids in a positive way, you know, I'm sure without a doubt, he saved a lot of those kids' lives. There was right. nobody else that was gonna inject themselves into their fucked up situation and participate in any capacity that they would have been able to get any sense or influence into them. So coming from that perspective, it's really hard to write off the dude even as maybe as as um, uh, controversial as the way he maybe articulates certain things, right? Obviously the book is, the, the title is designed, right? To, to, to be provocative, you know? Right. That's just part of selling books. But but I can't, I, it, it would be hard for anybody who's being intellectually honest to say, this is coming from a person that just doesn't give a fuck and they're an opportunist and they're just trying to make money. Like there's other grifts to make money. Yeah. You know, you know yeah. what I'm saying? Like he's, he's not in a lane that's super popular and is the road to riches, like in the lane that he's in. And, and based on what he's done in his life, obviously he has some ground to stand on to say like he's invested in the issue more than most people who have very strong opinions one way or another about it. Very few people have contributed directly to any kind of resolution as much as he has. So right. or, or didn't or even would be willing to, if you gave them an opportunity to involve themselves in like, so it's one thing for the fact that he put himself there. You know, that's where his life guided him. So he put himself there to be of service to these people who obviously needed it. But you can get a lot of the people who would be in favor of canceling him, calling them all types of names, and you could give them the situation and see if they want to apply themselves and to try to help somebody. And most of them wouldn't. No. If you have, do you want to come work here with these people? Shit. They'll be like, nah, right. fuck that, bro. I'm good. And you know why? Because exactly. Yeah. Because the title of his book. That's why, because they would, they would automatically discount those people as somebody that's not worth helping. But if you brought that conversation to the table, they could turn it on you and make you look like the bad guy. Just by looking at the title of the book, anybody, anybody black who sees that would know exactly what he was talking about. That doesn't even need any explanation. It's clear. They know exactly what he's talking about. So the fact that we can't, have that conversation openly in an intelligent way kind of shows you the the seriousness of the issue even more because it seems like the fact that all of us know about it and we would know exactly what he was talking about, we would know exactly who's who, but we can't talk about it for fear of being ostracized by the in-group. Okay, perfect. I saw recently uh, somebody that we both know <laughs> posted an image of uh, some white chick from TikTok or something like that. And she described herself in her bio as white bone. And this was being presented as something that was disrespectful to black culture because she referred to herself as white bone mm. during black history month. I, right. Yeah. So make that make sense. So my under because I've I've had these conversations, um, because when you're not familiar with it, 
Um, obviously, if you're a white person, you only get introduced to it by hearing black people talk about it um, to you or around you. Like high yellow, red bone, right. all that. It, you're just like, what? What? What are you talking about? And then uh, when you're around enough, you're like, okay, I understand. My understanding of it, like when you talk about like octoroons and all these different... Like, these are all concepts, if I'm not mistaken, like, rooted in slavery categorization. Like, it's, right. that's the ethos of it. So I, you know, it's one of those things where it's like, it's it's a vestige of a forgotten era, but people, you know, cultural remnants, you know, uh, these parts of the animal, let's just keep eating these parts, even though it's not good. Well, if we've been referring or identifying in these ways, let's just keep doing it, you know. So it's how much of that, like, can you moralize and tell people you can or can't have that as a part of culture? Like, I, I don't know who gets to make the rules and I don't know if the girl did it to be provocative or if she was really kind of trying to show some sort of like solidarity, like, or to be funny. <laughs> like, I, you, you know what I mean? Like, I'm, I feel like it didn't even have to be, she, that person could have literally saw other people describing themselves as color plus bone equals me and was like, oh, well, I guess that makes me a white bone. Right. <laughs> With no and, animosity, no ulterior motives or nothing. But then you have, right. you have people grab onto that and be like, look at this shit. And it's like, what? What are you What are you even mad about? She well, called there, herself if white a, bone. If there's, a, if there's a red bone, then I must be a white bone or a peach <laughs> bone. Or I... <laughs> How about... Her description of herself as a white bone is the most accurate use of a color bone, uh, you know, category for people, because nobody has red bones. No, none of that. None of right. that means Everybody, anything. Right. We, so we, for her to so call technically herself we're white all bone, white bones. Right? It makes the most sense for her. I mean, wasn't there a band called Red Bone? I, yeah. I, I don't know. Yeah. Oh yeah. yeah I, Come I, and get your love. Yeah, I don't know how offensive. Things can be, or if we want to make them, I, I don't know. I think we've all kind of been engineered at this point. It's very, it's very communisticy or it, it's communistic, being right. of the traits of communism, where we've all kind of been engineered and coached to be like little rhetoric spies, to where we're just looking for a cause of of offense, like. I don't know. I'm to the point now where I just I just want everything to just not matter. Right. Like I, I don't care. Like I can say he him, but if you call me a her, I don't really care. I don't care. If you call me Susan, if you don't use my right pronoun, I don't care. I it just it's so incidental <laughs> because it's couched in language. It doesn't right. matter to me. It doesn't matter. So I guess maybe because we're putting so much sacred qualities to terms and rhetoric and we're putting so much weight and meaning on it that it really doesn't need to have and, and i guess maybe that's why i'm on this you know uh the soup can complexion shit uh, just make it incidental it doesn't matter if she would have right. described herself as cream of mushroom or clam chowder i don't think she would have had any outrage i don't think yeah. anybody would have cared so it's just dra it's dragging us down for sure 100 percent so basically, the moral of that story is if you're an adult cis male and you're walking around in a Target and somebody says, excuse me, ma'am, <laughs> you should just try to help them with whatever they're asking you and don't correct don't, them. Don't be like, yo, don't, I'm a dude, clearly. Don't, don't start an argument. Just be like, yeah, how can I help you? 
Excuse me, ma'am. Could you get these off this top shelf for me? Sure, I'll help. No problem. Absolutely, my pleasure. That after after I saw the woman uh, tear down the GameStop display, um, <laughs> it's ma'am. It's fucking ma'am. I'll take you outside and fuck you up. Right. Like, all right. You're clearly behaving like an over testosterone juice dude right, right now. There's no woman in the world. I, I would I would challenge anybody anywhere in the world to see some see what you know is clearly uh, a female and call her Mister or call her Sir and see if she threatens to kick your ass. See if she tears up your establishment and threatens to beat your ass. I don't think it'll happen. I don't I, think you can find a woman on the planet who would try to beat you up for calling her sir. Who would get that offended. And another reason why I probably wouldn't be offended if someone referred to me as ma'am is because I think in that situation I would know better right. how to be womanly and if I was about... Because I've seen women about to... You're going to tilt your neck a little bit. You take off one earring. You take off... There's a whole set of preparations <laughs> to let you know that you're about to fuck that person up that, that that particular woman did not engage in, which made it seem even more masculine. Right. So so if I know in my heart that if if I were going to portray womanliness in the context of a fight, that I could handle it better than a person who identifies as a woman, then well, why should I? Why do I care? I don't care. Maybe maybe I am a little womanly. I don't know. I right. don't care. It who just cares? doesn't matter. <laughs> Because the, the only person that's dealing with my dick is my woman. That's it. Who, it it's of literally no consequence to anybody else that I engage with in any level throughout the course of the day, whether I have a dick or not. It just doesn't matter. It literally, it doesn't come up. Literally. It just doesn't come up. Nothing matters. There's no point. So who cares? Ma'am, can you get that from the top shelf? Absolutely. Sure. Too. As long as I can call you pumpkin, sure, oh, pumpkin. Oh boy, there I'll we take go. Care of it. Oh, that's gonna be a problem. Yeah, well, <laughs> sure, sweetheart. No listen, problem. If I didn't, if you misgendered me, and I didn't care because it's not a big deal, right? I think I have the moral high ground if I refer to you in an affectionate way. No problem, pumpkin. I got you. I got you, sweetie pie. Right. That's yeah, that's just me being nothing. kind. You can't say nothing. And I'm so, getting shit from the top shelf. Right. So I'm, I'm already winning because I'm taller than you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So this is how we seed uh, progress into society is by referring to all women as sir and all men as ma'am from now on. And see who gets triggered. Right. Whoever gets triggered is a dinosaur bigot racist. <laughs> <laughs> DBR, dinosaur bigot races have to go, and we got it. This is how we weed them out, right? We weed them out of society by just calling by big one. bearded men, ma'am, and see what they see if they get mad at you. Excuse me, ma'am. <laughs> Dude, I that, that's got to be a a social experiment somewhere. There should be a hashtag for that. All these prank channels on YouTube, everybody should be doing that. I need to see some video. I need some data. I need to see some data of what happens when you walk up on a dude and call him ma'am. Because for some reason, some like you, the, the GameStop ma'am, they all they they be ready to fight at the drop of a hat. They be ready to fight. I want to see what the rest of society does it when depends. they're misgendered. It depends. All it depends. all of those situations that I've seen, all the 
trans misgenderings of whatever end up in threats and and almost fights and it gets very aggressive immediately if super a, aggressive if a dude calls a or if if a chick especially a tiny chick calls a big bearded dude ma'am it's not going to be a problem if another dude calls him <laughs> ma'am i could definitely see it being a problem so that that would be of part the of issue the though, could you i'd like to know i'd like to see dudes dudes will fight you know you this. think so absolutely if a dude and it's gonna be and it's gonna at first i can tell you how 95 percent of these are gonna play out the first one is gonna be like oh excuse me ma'am and the guy is gonna kind of look and be like okay some <laughs> some the more aggressive are gonna be what the what'd you just call me and they may escalate i think that's gonna be five percent most people are just gonna shrug it off now right. it's what happens after that do you call him a ma'am again? And I think once yes. it happens more than once, that's that's where you'll see escalation if it's from another dude. Because the dude will immediately take that as, are you trying to, like, are you trying to, is this like a dominance thing? Like, are you trying <laughs> to punk, punk me? What, what's going on right now? What I mean, think what, absolutely what do you mean punk you? That. That's not how I treat ladies. I don't punk ladies. <laughs> Girls, <laughs> what are you talking about? I can't see any situation where a girl would give less than a fuck. And yeah, they, right. If if you did it to them a couple of times, they might correct you and they might be a little sassy when they correct you, but it's not going to be anything where they're they're going to have a problem with it. They're going to invite it would you have, outside to kick your ass. No, it would yeah. not happen. It would only be if a girl knew the other girl and they already had drama and hated each other and she took it as a provocation. A stranger girl to another stranger girl, they haven't been around each other long enough to absolutely hate each other. In a situation like that, it's it, it there'll be a little sassiness and a little shit talk, and then that'll be at oh, 95% of the time. That's interesting, too, how when you cross it, there's less problems. So if there's a woman referring to a man as ma'am or a dude referring to a woman as sir... There's less problems, but for two females and two males, it's automatic conflict almost. It can it it can be, but I would say ninety five percent of the time, um, there'll be no escalation with the women, and ninety five percent of the time with the men, there absolutely will be escalation if a second ma'am is introduced. Right. The, the first ma'am. I think a lot of people will just shrug it off. There'll be an aggressive 5% that will say, what the fuck did you just say? I got a problem with this. But the majority of people will just be like, what? Like, confused. Yeah, that's interesting. I'd, I'd like to see some data on this. <laughs> so hopefully uh, somebody listening can start making some, uh, start making some Sir Frank videos. Yeah, we, we need to get that going. Because I'd like to, I'd really like to see it, especially in different settings. You know, um, I think public places might be a little bit more difficult because if it's just regular people bothering each other, you get more opportunities for escalation just because it's people, it's strangers. It's, but if you're like in a store, I think most people would be more inclined to act civilized at least. You know, if you're just out on the boardwalk or something somewhere downtown and you call some guy a lady, <laughs> I could see a fight happening easier there than if you're uh, 
serving drinks at a bar or something and the guy's trying to order a drink and you're like, excuse me, ma'am, <laughs> could you repeat that? <laughs> and you'll be like, wait, what? What did you just say? Yeah, that's. I, I need to see that. A, a bar I, may I, I be think a it's a good thing. Variable. I think it's a good thing. I think society can only improve if we start calling men, ma'am, and women, sir. It can only improve. It can only get better. It's not going to get worse. If it, these, we can dissolve these terminologies, right? What are we going to replace them with? What are we going to call people now? Uh, How, what's the professional way, non-gendered way to address people in business situations or in, just in public places? By their, by their preferred sex act. <laughs> Excuse me, chili dog? Excuse me, glass bottom boat? Missionary? <laughs> yeah. That'd be the new way. Oh, he, he him, missionary... Uh, cream mushroom soup. Yeah, that's the wow. future. <laughs> and somehow it seems less crazy than what we already doing. Mm-hmm. Somehow, because we're point. we're bugging. We're clearly bugging with all of this shit. If people are fighting over terminologies and phrases and gendered phrases, everybody else seems to be doing okay with it. It's it's something expressly American about this shit. Yo, I didn't know I didn't know that items had genders in most other countries. Absolutely. I had no idea about that shit, bro. Items. Like there's male and female utensils. Yep. What the fuck are we doing? Yep. What the fuck are we doing? Yep. Why it, why does a knife or a fork, why does there need to be a gendered specification for inanimate objects? I don't even understand. And sh- yeah, it's crazy. It's crazy. Because all of this shit comes out of the original organizing principle, which was fertility cults. So right. our our frame of reference is com- is is completely based on uh, sex and sexual identity. God, dude. Yeah, this this binary needs to be transcended immediately because something's wrong. Something's wrong. But like I said, everybody else in the world who has these things, see, like a a knife and a fork in this country are just knives and forks. It doesn't have any gendered uh, specification. But we seem to be having the most issues with gender and who's who and how people express themselves. You have other countries where these inanimate objects all have their own genders and everybody's fine. Mm -hmm. I don't know. It's, It's La Puerta. And maybe it's because it's it, it's a hole. It's opening the door. There's a doorway. So a door God, is feminine. That's so strange. Like we remove gender from all of these like places where you think it shouldn't be or it doesn't have any real place. But when you remove it, it finds its way into all these other places in society to create conflict. So maybe we should should we gender our our forks and our utensils and shit now? Is that what we're missing? I think I think the best way to move forward through all of this is to really abolish just, gender. Not to abolish gender, but to I, I think what I don't know. I I don't know if a lot of this stuff is sincere or maybe it's just the way that the left trolls the the um trolls the right. Because the right definitely trolls the left. So I don't I don't know if all of this shit is serious or they just kind of know like how how outraged people get by it. But I, I'm at the point where like I don't I don't I don't see a reason to get outraged about any of this shit anymore. Yeah. yeah. It, 
it, it, it, when you think about it, it well, it's, it's undermining all of these traditions and better that some some traditions are okay to go. And, oh, yeah. and how much and how much were you really celebrating any of these traditions or any of these concepts before they were challenged? So if if it's almost like, you know, um, when you're a little kid and it's your favorite toy only when one of your friends wants to play with right, it. Right, right, right. But it was just sitting there before, but the moment somebody it's my toy, it's mine. So if, if people want to identify however they want to identify, if, if people want to have you know, you know, incorporate the glass bottom boat speak in the, their identity. Does none of that shit matters? It doesn't matter, right. and if especially you want me to in the moment. It, yeah, especially in the moment, it doesn't matter. And I, I noticed that most of their arguments is speculation about the future. I think that's, we should. That's where I the think, arguments are. I think it should be. We should make. I just want to add to it. I want to make introductions be as long and as uncomfortable <laughs> as possible. Right. I, so I, it, 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 if the proper way is to say your full name and then announce your pronouns, I think we need to have a whole bunch of... You need to have your soup can complexion in there. You need to have your preferred sexual act. Because if, if, if we're... Because if we're, we're also putting in there like if we're heterosexual or, or hom homosexual or pansexual, whatever right or two spirit or whatever all of that is is connected with what kind of sex we like to have too like a lot of those terms to my understanding isn't just what you identify as but also as it relates to the person that you want to be with right right so so we should include uh, favorite sex act position right and then uh your favorite color um uh, most embarrassing moment. I don't know. Like just, <laughs> just, 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 just a, just a string of things like to where we make it commonplace. Like you say your name, you say your pronouns, you say your sex act, you say your your um your your um broth complexion, and it's just it's just like t like it takes it's got to take at least forty five minutes to a minute and a half. Like it's got to right. be that many things, and we make that like the co common. The, like it, 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 like if you if you didn't say it, you'd be a weirdo. That's that's how it needs to be. Like yeah, if, I feel if, like the Key and Peele could handle this excellent, perfectly. If you just say, "Hey, my name is Dave," you're a fucking weirdo. Right, no one's gonna <laughs> like you or talk to you. Yeah, it's just gonna be an awkward silence. Like, uh, and what else is there? No, and... just that's it. Just Dave. Uh, I mean, uh, what's your soup can? What's your preferred? You. You, we don't have anything to go on here, Dave, quote unquote. Uh, you know, air quotes, Dave. <laughs> no, no. As soon as he just says Dave and leaves it there, they're like, oh, okay, gotcha. Dave the dinosaur bigot racist. Gotcha. <laughs> right. We just, we'll just assume if you don't explain a minute and a half worth of your uh, designations, we'll just put you in the category of dinosaur bigot racist. <laughs> That's it. That's it. You, <laughs> right. you, you commit to memory. The, the proper introduction or you you run the risk of being a dinosaur bigot racist. Right. And if any and he wasn't wearing a mask when he came in either, so Ooh. that should tell <laughs> Yeah. Dave fucked up. Dave yeah. will have no friends. Yeah, he's a man without a country. <laughs> Lonely Dave. Oh good lord, dude. This this has been an absolute roller coaster. I had no idea what I was getting myself into. 
Sorry. I'm sorry I unleashed this upon you. I got so much to think about because I I thought I knew how I was aligned before this all started. And then the glass bottom boats and the chili dogs happened. And then I found myself feeling like a dinosaur bigot racist by wondering why we don't have tabs on these people. Mm-hmm. And I'm realizing that it's none of our business and we shouldn't assume yeah. Thank that you. they can't be fully functional, respectable human beings outside of whatever they do consensually on their own time. That Nobody's was... getting hurt. Nope. I mean, other than, I mean, uh, hey, listen, maybe somebody might have to go to the hospital every now and then, but I'm, I'm pretty sure there's got to be some kind of issues with, with with chili dog consumption, I feel like there yeah. could be some adverse effects. But look, maybe that's part of the uh, maybe this that's part of the fun for that. Maybe that's part of the fun. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah. It was a low moment. It's probably as enlightened as you are. It's probably the most hateful I've ever seen you. And I'm glad by the end of the episode. You found redemption. Right. This is a, this is a good story. I'm evolving in real time. Thanks it's beautiful. To these guys and their depraved podcast reaching its tentacles out from the from the depths of the internet, grabbing unsuspecting people who were just minding their business and now they have all this new information and they gotta figure out how they feel about it and how to file it in their own head. That's a that's a rough one. And this is and we've been talking about this and mining this effort and this work for all this time. And then you immediately get introduced to new information and you're like, hey, cage those people. (laughs) (laughs) Instantly. Hey, put them in. We need to lock those guys up. What did they do wrong exactly? Oh, man. That's right. They suck shit off dicks. (laughs) That's so what? They're shit suckers. (laughs) What What people shit on in the privacy of their own home is no business of yours. You're right. But yeah. you would you you right. want him to be your doctor or your pilot? How do you know he's not? Right. <laughs> How do you know he's not? You just got a you just got a, a filling done a couple weeks ago. You want to know what your dentist <laughs> what your dentist does in his spare time, buddy? Here's you here's some footage of him getting door? saline injected into his nuts at a convention in front of thousands of people. Yeah, that's that's not a box you want to look into. That is a Pandora's box if I ever heard of one. We don't want to start ah. looking close at people and what yeah, that's a rough, So now I'm confused. Always gonna end bad. So do we not want to know anything about people's sex, or is people's sex the most important thing to know the moment that we meet them? That's that's a, a question society. I'm confused has now about which one is racist and which one isn't. Should we should we want to know the least amount as possible, or is the, to make everybody comfortable we should know everything up front? I think the 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 highest iteration of this simulation is that none of us care. But the right. only way to get to none of us caring is to oversaturate the information. Full disclosure. Full disclosure to the point where we're just like, you know what? I don't even I don't care. <laughs> just just let's just go back to Dave. Yes. Can we just yes. go back to Dave? That's the goal. To get and Dave will be like, that's what I was trying to say. Dave. Dave's like, that's what I was trying to say 20 years ago. Like, we weren't ready yet, Dave. I'm sorry. We called you a dinosaur bigot racist. I'm we sorry, were actually Dave. the dinosaur bigot <laughs> You were ahead of your time. You, yeah. you were a time traveler in an eight-ball jacket, and we weren't ready. 
We weren't ready for where you were at. Time travelers in eight ball jackets. Only one of them was a time traveler, though. Um, <laughs> it's like I'm coming. Oh my god! What if, what if he came from the past and was eating his own ass? <laughs> That's what happened. That's the only logical conclusion. He's like, you know what? I want to eat. I want to have my ass eaten by me as an old man. I'm gonna travel back from 1983 to 2020 and get my ass eaten by me. That's that's the only way it makes sense. <laughs> <laughs> that's so, the only logical conclusion is that he traveled back right. in time to do it to himself. See, and that and that's where everybody that's why no one else could be the detective for that. Everybody <laughs> else was confused because they're obsessed with why the fuck is he eating his ass out in public in front of everybody while the train's pulling up. Right. You you see, while you were looking at the ass eating. We noticed a crisp, pristine eight ball jacket <laughs> that hasn't been made for three plus decades. There's only one explanation <laughs> for how he could have it in this era. He's clearly a time traveler. And that seems like infinitely more that that makes so much more sense than just rolling the dice on these two people <laughs> being in the same place at the same time with, with the same agenda. How do they find each other? How do and if it's not time travel, how did those two people find each other? Because if you if you run that simulation a million times, nine hundred and ninety nine thousand times somebody just gets beat up. You you step off the train and you see somebody beat to a bloody pulp laying on the freaking platform and you don't know what happened. That that's how that ends almost every time. It's an absolute miracle for that to end in the way it did and the fact that somebody recorded it. One out of 100,000, I think, is way too generous. Way too generous. I think that's way too generous. I think, if anything, if that scene doesn't convince you of the, the truth of love, there'll, there'll be nothing <laughs> else to give you hope. Like, if you haven't met your, your, your perfect woman or your Prince Charming, watch 8-Ball Jacket ass-eating video to to at some moment in time, two people, two strangers, just happened to meet each other, and the thing that they were looking for, that the, only they were looking for, and only would have known by meeting each other, what is the chances they meet on that bench, and the only thing they could think about is ass eating in public, and that those the stars were aligned for them, and if the stars were aligned for them, everybody should have hope. Yeah, everybody, I, there's somebody for everybody. It's a fight every other time. I can't. It's a fight every other time. You put some guy there, wait at that platform, and just ask random dudes. It's a fight every but, single. But asking brolic dudes. But yeah, yeah, thugged Dude. out. Yeah, and not to mention, we just take. We got to take the eight ball jacket out of the equation because that's like the anomaly that throws the whole thing off. The whole timeline is screwed up. If it's just a regular, <laughs> it just tears it tears everything to shreds. It gets crazy. This is it's like string theory, chaos theory. Once you start factoring in the eight ball jacket, the shit just unravels. It's like, you know, because if you just tell the story without that part, it just sounds like a weird thing. But you got a mint condition eight ball jacket. That's when you got to call in the big guns. That's when you got to show the footage to the one the detective. Right, you there's gotta, this one gotta... detective who has like weird rituals, how he figures shit out. <laughs> that TV show, that, that, that's the guy you bring in for that case. 
everything was fine, but there's this one detail that just we couldn't get it out of our heads. The guy had on a pristine eight ball jacket. And he's like, wait, what? Eight ball? Like, yeah, eight ball. Those haven't been made for 35 years. Exactly. He's a time traveler. He's, he's a time traveler. Own ass from the past. Oh man. And then they track it back to a power surge three days earlier. <laughs> Here's some footage with a man with no pants but just an eight ball jacket emerging from the electrical breaker, from behind the electrical breaker. We don't know how he got there. And we got this report from a bodega. It was a pantsless guy in an eight ball jacket. He said, what year is this? That's all he asked me what year it was and he ran out. Dude, when they when they actually find the footage, it's the opening scene from Terminator. There's the lightning <laughs> yeah, storm, yep, and all yep. of a sudden he appears oh, with an eight ball jacket and no pants. <laughs> <laughs> this shit is terrible, bro. This is terrible. <laughs> it's horrible. It's horrible. There's no way that this. I feel like the simulation created that when somebody Googled it. <laughs> There's no way that that happened in real life. Stepped up. Oh, you want to see a dude in 2020 getting his ass eaten in front of the train in an eight ball jacket? No problem. That was just a really specific Google search, and the simulation was like, "We got to make turn this, this and no that- <laughs> If I just say no search results, this will break the matrix. I got to create a search result to give this person. And it, and it, it was hacked it was their way out of the matrix. Moment, the electrical storm brewed in that very instant. The portal <laughs> yep. opened and it, it happened. happened. Yeah. Oh my God, dude. This is like, uh, it's almost the Truman Show when he finds out he's being recorded. Like, that's what that Google search did. It made the simulation like, oh wait, they almost got out. They almost made it out. They, they Googled something that didn't have any results and we had to create <laughs> it in real time and give it to them. <laughs> <laughs> and the whole time... The whole time he just had that loading, you know, the little circle going around like, damn, these search results are taking a while. Like, we're making it. This is fresh to order just for you. Yeah, that's the first time the simulations had to work this hard in a long time. It's like, oh, I like that. Somebody's actually thinking outside of the box. But but it (laughs) only has to solve the problem once. Yeah, everything else is just like all Asians with octopus tentacles. It's like, oh, that's regular shit. Like this guy just Google search time traveler with an eight ball jacket, <laughs> no pants, <laughs> public salad talk. This oh, it's too much, bro. It's too much. Yeah, yeah. When you you when you're ready to treat yourself, you catch a couple episodes. Oh, that, I just went to their site, bro. You got everything. It's a paywall for real, for real. You can't see nothing without uh, without having a subscription. They charge three dollars a day. That's fucking amazing. I love it. I love it. I've never seen a website that charges per day. <laughs> Yo, listen. They just they just changed the whole paradigm for me. I love, it, I love that. And so you wanna you just wanna get in here and peek around for a few days? Three bucks a day. You heard something about a chili dog on a podcast? Yeah, this is the place. Three bucks. You can come in. <laughs> it's like that's like that's like the secret knock at one of those underground clubs. You go knock on the door and they just open a little slot and the bouncer's looking through. He's like, What do you want? It's like, I heard something about a chili dog and a skateboard. Yeah, three bucks. Come on in. It's just the speakeasy of debauchery. Right. 
shit. I love it, dude. But it, three bucks is just enough to where you're kind of like, fuck you, dude. Like, $3 is a lot. $3 a day. But then you think about, like, damn, I could watch a lot of shit for, for three bucks if I just really go balls to the wall in one day. Like, it's just enough to where it's kind of like, fuck you. Like, how dare you? But not enough that, you know, like, okay, I could part with three bucks. Where I'm sure right. they probably get a lot. They get and, a lot of those daily hits. And you know what's horrible? Is that if you pay the three bucks, you got to get your money's worth. <laughs> so right. You got you to really consume a lot of media to get your money's worth. And the worse it is, the better for you. Because that, that's how you're going to know you got your money's worth. If you yeah, just watch one PTSD. podcast where they're talking shit and laughing, that's not going to be worth your $3. You got to see the skateboard. <laughs> you got that. That's what's going to make it worth the $3. To be disgusted. To, to see something in on their website that disgusts you and it kind of reshapes the boundaries of your humanity because you were disgusted by something so that lets you know you're still properly aligned. You didn't see it and find out something new about yourself. That'd be the scary part, right? That that that's my new thing. That that's the new campaign. We got um, homosexuals accepted. Transgender people are being defended and celebrated now, as they should be. And this is the next logical step. This wow. is it this is. is my new pet cause: is to have shit eaters and chili doggers and glass bottom boaters. They need to be embraced as acceptable, important members of our society. It's 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 the next logical step. I agree. I agree. As hard as that is, and I'm just gonna say I'm happy that I was able to go from quarantine them and possibly <laughs> <laughs> possibly warm up the ovens. <laughs> to... <laughs> you got you got to infant Hitler, and you and then you walked it back. Right, right. Because I was on the way. I gotta say, I was I was at the top of that sled and i i was at the top of that mountain i had my sled ready i was gonna yell weed down the whole slippery slope (laughs) (laughs) i was ready but you're right that is that this is just a new frontier of dismantling dinosaur bigot racism yeah oh my god if you don't if 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 you know somebody is enlightened like that but they're you know your daughter brings one home you don't have to accept them. We're not there yet. We're not asking for that level. Well, I would see what we're saying is, I wouldn't even know if that's who she brought home. Because no we would that, be that we would be that uninterested. Yeah, it's not. I, I have no idea. As long you as know what? you're right. Yeah, there's no victims here. Nobody's getting hurt. You know what I'm saying? Then whose whose business is it? Really? No, I'm dinosaur Hitler. See how quick that goes. He's like, you got to protect our daughters, though. They deserve gotta, to be embraced be ever society, <laughs> but not near my daughter. <laughs> yeah, and there's no way that anybody would know. There's no way to assume it or make any type of... Yeah, th- th- this, is, uh, this is the final frontier right here. Yeah. This that's... is the final frontier. It's, gonna be, it's not going to be easy. It's not going to be easy. You're going to feel like warming up the ovens often. But you got to pull yourself out of it. You you have to you have to trudge past it. You got to keep your eyes on the prize, and only be motivated by that which inspires you. What you're heading towards, the positives. Right. You can't constantly be motivated by the negative and outrage. That's 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 the current bread and butter of the algorithm. So to truly transcend it and break it, 
and get things moving in the other direction, it it's extreme disinterest. Right. Hey, this That's dude, she, he, she just sucked a dick covered in shit. I don't care. I don't care. God bless her. How do you I know? Don't care. How do you know? <laughs> <laughs> How do you know? Oh, you watched it. Oh, okay. Yeah, so if that and that's another thing that we just we said earlier, but to reiterate is if you consume it, you're adjacent to it. You don't get to place yourself above it. If you saw it, you got to think about the chain of command, the how did this get to you? How did you find it? Where were you? It didn't just like, oh, I was walking down the street and it was playing on a big screen TV in the front of a pawn shop. That's not what this is. If you found it and you find it as some type of depravity, you don't like it, you're still adjacent to it because it was in your uh, it was in your field of vision, in your field of consciousness. It found you technically. Yeah, you you opened my eyes, man. Because I I didn't even think about that, but for as much as they're joking on it, right? Like you're deriving your humor from it, but you you can't clown it and think you're that much better than it or above it because. You had to go and look for it originally. And right. You consumed it first before you decided to shit on it. And there's so much pun intended. You sh- you're shitting on things that you think, oh, that's goofy and weird and isn't this hilarious. But you're interested enough in it enough to build a whole show around it. Right. And, and what does that tell you? can't it but too much. This is the foundation of your career. This is the it's- mortar from which you built your empire. And you're trying to place yourself above it. Sorry, buddy. You don't get that opportunity. You can't. It's yours. You're all in it together. You're in the same folder <laughs> with the chili dogs. <laughs> it's, it's, yeah, we're all there. And, and, and these concentric circles all join somewhere. Nobody's outside of it. Nobody's outside of it. Because the most depraved person that you can think of probably buys the same products as you. In the same stores, like they're, you know, unless they're just straight up crazy and they're hurting people. But I'm talking about consensual depravity. Consensual depravity, we, that's where we can, we have to make, that's where we can draw the line at. I think once it becomes you victimizing people, we all can agree that, you know, that, that yep. needs a whole different set of rules. But as far as consensual depravity goes, uh, you might not want to look too close at the thing you're pointing the finger at, because to be honest, there's going to be a whole lot of common ground that you have with those people that you claim to dislike because of the actions that they're uh, engaging in. Yeah. So there'll be no judgment. There'll be no, there'll be no judgment for me. Um, I do. I thought of one other thing. Um, your Zodiac sign, you got to put your Zodiac sign in your introduction as well. For sure. At least your zodiac. I mean, we got your zodiac. What, what about your Mayan calendar? Yeah, if, I mean, we got as much information as we could possibly come up. We got to put it all in there. So yeah, you, you have put to state your element. You know, your, fire <laughs> sign, water sign, right? Yeah, all of that. Your Chinese uh, Chinese yep. birth symbol. Yep. Your birth year, animal. All of that. The whole nine. We even know if you're a, you're the dog. a boar, a pig. What are you? I mean, yep. keep it coming. Keep the information coming until we just get sick of it. And just go by first names only. Uh, cream, cream of mushroom, uh, <laughs> uh, cock, uh, Virgo. Yeah. You just, and then you people will be rushing you because you should know this shit. 
It's like it's right. like staring at staring at the menu at McDonald's for too long. It's oh like, no, what shit! The fuck, bro, come on, let's get on. You don't know this stuff already? Let's do. Let's go. No, but even better, you know, like when somebody's lying, like what's your name? Uh, as soon as they hesitate, you know they're lying. Right, so when right. you have all of this identifying information, right, you know if somebody's full of shit or not from the get. Like yeah. it, it would take you a while to try to, you know, if you were trying to conceal your identity or maybe try to play up certain shit, you know, like when you're buying a used car. It's like, oh, you know, where are you from? Oh, I'm from, from Chicago. Oh, you're from, I'm from Chicago too. Oh, what a coincidence. And then, yeah, you, you try to re- deceive and relate to people, but you can't do that anymore. You can't, if you gotta, if you gotta put this much information in the introduction up front, it's gonna be almost impossible to tailor make your lie to, to kind of get in uh, good with somebody based on what you're asserting. And, and if you can, you know, if you can think that quickly on your feet and sell it, then maybe you deserve to just be able to deceive whoever you want because it's it's a lot of information. It, again, forty five seconds to a minute and a half should be should be the standard turnaround time to announce yourself. <laughs> right. And right. I'll, I'm going to be adding on to this shit all week. This is this is my new pet project. This <laughs> to figure out how much information you can add to introductions until it's unbearable. This is great. I'm really I'm excited about that. Yeah. I like that. This is going to help us purge a lot of unneeded shit. That we're carrying around anyway. We're gonna because once people get sick of it, they're gonna have to cut off a lot of extra shit. And, and, and what's how, left afterward, we'll, we'll all be better off. Think about how great it is when we have guests on to introduce ourselves to them like that, and then to wait for them to give a response, and then we can kind of <laughs> low key show some disdain. You know, not oh, too much because we don't want too much, to away, but just a little bit to let them know, like, oh. You're a Dave. Gotcha. Okay. Gotcha. You want to? Gotcha. You're a Dave. Right. <laughs> no problem. Oh, God, it's perfect. It's perfect. This is it's it's a strange how absurdity leads to all of these realizations about society and how it needs to be shaped. Because I think approaching it when you approach it with too much seriousness and too much intellect, there's so much that you don't have access to. You lose so much, so much of the fractal is lost because you're trying to go at it logically. It might need to be that the position of absurdity is the foundation. And then once we, once we get through all of that, that's how we find the real threads to tug on. That's going to make all this shit make sense. Mm. That's because, I mean, that's, that's sort of the theme that even other people who listen have brought up. It's like, finding some wild outlandish ass concept and then figuring out that there's some some real fundamental truth in there that people would be improved by metabolizing a little bit it's and I the think only way it's the only it way is. to get people to be. digest things without immediately putting them on the defensive because everybody's been trained at this point to be so polarized if 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 you people from the moment that you open your mouth are trying to figure out what box to put you in. So they already know how they're going to feel about whatever you're going to say. So there's no way just to transmit pure substance one way or the other. Like it's it's all kind of blocked by these, these defense mechanisms uh, that are set up with these labels. How people, how people label you and perceive you is going to color everything that you say. Yeah. So 
you gotta this it's the only way is just have some absurd shit so that nobody feels offended or put upon or you know attacked and in the midst of that that giant ridiculous bullshit sandwich there's a there's a little nugget a little nugget of brilliant truth that if you would have tried to 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 put that pill in the forefront right out of the gate it, it would have made the other person outraged instantly right. so that's how you got to do it man you got to sneak it in gosh dude it's perfect it's perfect. I think I figured out some very important things about myself today and how easy it is to to uh, slide into a authoritarian, murderous regime, <laughs> as I was very close to at the beginning of this episode. I was very, very close to completely accepting uh, uh, a cleansing. I don't blame you. It's, it's shocking. <laughs> when you're first introduced to it, I was I was repulsed. Right. The, the moment you see it, you can't unsee it. I understand the sentiment for sure. Yeah. You could have talked me in some, into some terrible things at the at the outset here without very much pushback. But Dinosaur I'm better now. Hitler. I'm better yep. now. I'm and, better and, now. And, and that and that whole transformation, that that metamorphosis in real time, it's a there's there's a lesson there. There's there's a lesson there. Other oh, people yeah. will be able to take part in it. And and they'll be able to right now. There's somebody that's dealing with a, a chili dog in their life, right? You know, and they they feel some kind of way because you know um, people are, are are milk bones or whatever <laughs> white bones, you know, white bones <laughs> or, or whatever. There's something there's something right now that that you're bothered by that that people are using their pronouns. And you don't want to use your pronouns in your introduction, and you're just enraged by it. And those, and that whole thing, it's it, it's chili dogs. Yeah, chili. You, you're in that chili dog mindset, and it can easily transition you into dinosaur Hitler. And you've got to work that out. You've got to go in your mind and figure out who the chili dogs in your life are, and why they make you so angry, and figure out how you can coexist <laughs> and not be so bothered by it. You or you will become dinosaur Hitler. Yeah, find your inner chili dog. Because you got to isolate a, it and figure it out. <laughs> you're a chili dog to somebody, and you don't Definitely. even realize it. Definitely. You, if you you're in the room with some people, and you know your bacon croissant is delicious, somebody is smelling that bacon, and they're absolutely disgusted. Right. And they're looking at you, and in their mind, they're like, "God damn, this motherfucker smells like wet dog," and it's going through their head. And you don't think you're doing anything wrong. You just you're just sitting there eating your filthy poisoned animals. And you just you just and you think nothing of it. It's so natural to you. But that's something that makes you a chili dog to somebody. Wow. Man, that puts everything in perspective. It's heavy. It puts everything in perspective. I'm I'm not mad. I'm I'm happy I got an opportunity to to drive a little bit of personal evolution today. That was awesome. It's beautiful. And someday we'll all be shitting on each other and fucking each other. <laughs> so much. <laughs> Just be- and we won't have time for war <laughs> and racism. It'll all be down. It'll all be gone. It'll all be gone. Because we'll be covered in excrement. <laughs> spent. <laughs> Unbelievable, but it, that that would be an objectively better world as long as the war is gone. If all we're left with 
is consensual excrement spreading. <laughs> I guess I guess that's better. That's better. Nobody's getting flown halfway across the world to get blown up by a fucking <laughs> IED, whatever that shit's called. Oh. Yeah, this is that's a better world, and and I'm not mad. I'm not, and and I challenge anybody to prove to me why that's not a better world. <laughs> I challenge you. I challenge you to tell me how that's not a better world. <laughs> oh. we do, we, yeah, problems got solved today. Yo, I, problems yeah. got solved. Evolved. What do you even gonna call this one? <laughs> Dinosaur bigot racism. <laughs> This is all over the place. Right. <laughs> oh my god! Oh, this is this was special. This was special. I had no idea, but yeah, this was special. I, I might have to go pay my three dollars <laughs> over to get to, to get some in hot water action for myself, yeah. so I could just see see how deep the rabbit hole goes. Yeah, take take a shower if you. If, you Before can, and after, yeah, yeah. Take it, take a shower, man, and <laughs> you got you. You may need counseling. There'll be, there's gonna be some, there's gonna be some post traumatic stress. Oh no, I'm good. This this was my counseling right here. I had preemptive counseling, so I can go into it knowing that you whatever say I see, that, whatever, <laughs> you say that, whatever then, I see, I'm gonna assume is as long as the, I mean the the C. As long as the consensual is is part of the equation, you know, I'm good. It's not as, my business. As a person that con- is is um, concerned about your health, this is what I would say for research purposes only. Since there is an open case on the matter, I would check out the eight ball jacket time traveler, and that's it. I would I wouldn't go any deeper than that. That <laughs> that, that 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 alone is worth the three dollars. And then I would just cut your losses from there. And if and if you feel like you didn't get your fill, I will next time I see you, I will hand you a five dollar bill. I would just hand out and say, listen, it's it's don't think that you lost the three dollars. You saved your soul by only observing the eight ball jacket. Was Anything? that the last episode? Was that like the last episode? Because I'm some of this you know, it gives you no it's it's just as crazy as our uh episode descriptions it's, I know one of them says uh, rape of the day. I don't know what that means, but oh, I don't, I'm not sure I want to know. <laughs> yeah, These guys awful. are bugging, bro. But they're charging $3 a day, so they're winning. They're, they're, they're winning. He's, they're, they're big on the, the free speech shit. Like, so they're, right, yeah. they're just all about, like, to the, to the absolute limits of challenging it. And, like, whenever the... The limit gets stretched out a little bit further. Like, okay, cool. So we're gonna go even further than that. It it really is like I I respect the the aim of what they're doing, but the the product that has to be created in in order to achieve that feat, it's sometimes more than I could stomach. More more okay. more than I could stomach. But two things that I'll tell you that are fucking hilarious is Cookie Boy, Cookie Boy, and the eight ball jacket are the two things. You don't need any more than that. Any, any, any more than that, you could possibly poison your soul. Well, go. You got. You're gonna have to go through your, uh, your, your history. And, and I will. I'll, I'll give you the episode. Yeah. So I don't have to waste my three dollars. I'll just because <laughs> I don't think I want to go through too much of this. Who knows who's gonna come out of the other side? <laughs> <laughs> you know, I don't want to. I don't want to subject myself to too much of this. So 
today's episode of Dinosaur Bigot Racism has been indirectly indirectly brought to you by the In Hot Water podcast. So I got to give those guys, show those guys some love. I'm going to give them three bucks just because it's worth it to give them three bucks just for this episode. Fair enough. You know, they just, just hearing about their podcast has helped me evolve as a human. So it's worth $3. Beautiful. And besides, I sold some crypto today too. So I got a couple extra bucks. Oh, nice. Yeah. I was, I was realizing I wasn't uh, getting the full, I wasn't taking full advantage of the, of the Coinbase app. I was kind of just looking at it fluctuate and then it just dawned on me. I was like, wait a minute. This shit's like going up and down all the time. I'm just holding it, watching it. And this is the the whole uh, lesson that I'm learning right now is pulling the trigger. Because uh, projected gains aren't actual gains. So sometimes you just got to pull the trigger. You got to, you know, jump in, jump out. Don't You can't be long-term with everything. And that's what I was doing wrong with uh, with, with my uh, crypto here. I was just watching it. So today I hopped in and was like, screw that. I went and looked at what I had purchased, saw how different it was. I sold it. I said, next time it dips, I'll buy more and wait for it to climb and do it again. Just get a little bit more active in there. It's working out. I mean, it's nice because everything I got was probably two or three months ago. So all of it you know, has gone up since then. But I think it's a, I could be a lot more active in the whole in and out game as far as this stuff is concerned. So that's what yeah, I learned. And, and it adds up too. It oh, adds yeah. up. You get a 20% gain here, 30% gain here. Right. Like you're never going to get that, int- you know, you're not going to ever get that any kind of return in any kind of interest on a bank account or whatever. So, right. And yeah, some man. of the shit fluctuates like that about a week. Like it could be yeah. 50 cents today 70 cents in three days and then back down to 47 cents so that like that's an opportunity to snipe some shit get in get out you know what i mean so i'm i'm learning that for sure for sure yeah so, they all can't be like thousand percent gains you know right yeah yeah sometimes it's small but if you if you're paying attention you can make some come-ups so i just i, I pulled the trigger on a bunch of shit today i was sitting i sitting on a whole bunch of coins that was just kind of floundering around but they were it was a lot more than when i had went in one of them i, I only put like i put like seven bucks in it just because it was you know you get your coinbase app and you're like yeah i'll try a little list little that who knows and it was worth like 35 dollars. i was like holy shit let me get rid of this <laughs> i'll take that <laughs> seven bucks for 35 i'll take that yeah man i'm gonna wrap it up i, I definitely need a nap now <laughs> 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 this shit was amazing absolutely amazing but uh yeah dinosaur bigot racism is on its way out yeah and I, f- I feel bad that i unleashed this upon you i'm sorry oh man look listen today was the perfect day for it i was i wasn't prepared i had no idea what i was getting myself into but i'm glad it happened i, I learned about myself a little bit today and, I, and i'm happy with what i learned so I, I came out on the i think i won this uh this struggle with humanity, this this little <laughs> wrestling match I just had in my own psyche. I think I won. So yeah, definitely uh, good talking to you, man, as usual. And I think, uh, yeah, I think we, we got a guest for this Sunday, so I'm looking forward to that. That'll be Excellent. dope. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to have my uh, introduction ready by then. I'm yeah, gonna, I'm, I'm going to work on that too. Them. Let's see, let's see, what, see how much uh, how much of an awkward silence we can get. 
Because if we both do it just without flinching, as if it's as if as if it's ex- expected, right. yeah, and then just kind of wait and just yeah. I think every time we have guests, that should be the first step is to just introduce ourselves in a new way. <laughs> it's the the new human introduction. Yeah, no no consistency, or just every episode add to it. Yeah, yeah, it just gets longer and longer. <laughs> and, and I encourage everybody else to do the same. Good shit, dude. Good shit. Yeah, man. Yeah, enjoy the rest of your night, man. I'm, I'll politic with you soon. Absolutely, man. Always a pleasure, man. Till the next right. one. Bless. Peace.